0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: It is the MiGs cast. cast. I am Steve Migs. I'm here with the Reverend Fuego. Hi! And my fellow bandmate in Stone Temple Pilots, Glenn Cannon. <laughs> What's happening on? <laughs> I don't know, man. We had a good run being members of STP. I know, and it's over. <laughs> they kicked us out. Uh,
0: actually, you know, they didn't. They invited us to join <laughs> them the next night. Yeah, right. We're like, that was great. Let's do it
1: again. You guys want to come down to where were they headed? Where well, they go? That was great. We'll have to do this again. I'm like, well, how about tomorrow? And Dean DeLeo he looked was like, at okay. us and goes, "You wanna?" And I'm like, Ah, it's Sunday. <laughs> I guess was- so I have to do. No, no, no,
2: no, no. Just I kidding. Thought,
1: but I think they did. I thought they were doing. Vancouver. He said we're in Vancouver. I thought they thought. I thought it was Vancouver, Canada, but I think it might have been Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. Staying in the state. Had I known it was Vancouver, Washington, we I would have. I would have been down like, again. bro, let's just road trip it and go. I would have. I would have road tripped it down there with you. We should have. That would have been a funny story. Honestly, a he
0: would have been like, dude, what? Yeah. Well, what am I kidding? Like, yeah, it yeah. went. It went about as well as I think something like that could ever go. Yeah. Especially given that you know, it's you know, it's not like they're inviting James Hetfield to join them. No. Two guys they've never really met that you know they're not sure can play. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that their manager, you said you sent him that clip of us doing sex type on live day. Well, uh, Ryan said that he did. I I, I, did. I, would bet their manager was like, by the way, I saw this clip of those guys. They can play. This is going to be really cool. I would hope so. But well, I, I would think so. Because otherwise, it would have been like, you know, we need to maybe do a rehearsal. or Why don't you guys just get up and say a few kind words? or yeah. I just don't think they would roll the dice to that magnitude. So, like, let's
1: just let's go all the way back to October back ten. of last year. <laughs> ten, ten, so, ten, October ten. of about a year ago. Sorry, thrill. We had <laughs> we had Eric Kretz and Dean DeLeo on the show, and I grabbed an audio clip of that moment just so that we can kind of start there, and then and then and lead up to what turned out to be one of the, the greatest experience go, I've yeah. ever had, thanks to my cool. job. Yeah. Without, right? I mean, there's no, there's nothing even close. I mean, there's some really awesome moments I've had because of this job, but nothing will ever compare to being on stage with Stone Temple Pilots. So, this was October. They were on, they didn't even have an, a new lead singer at this moment, uh, or they didn't announce the lead singer. They were promoting the reissue of Core, the debut record, coming out like as a big reissue, remaster. It was an
2: anniversary thing as well. Wasn't 25th it? anniversary. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Damn. So,
1: we potentially could be Hall of Famers, you and me, since we're members of Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're going to let you go on too as well. I mean, <laughs> they should. <laughs> you no, have no. played on stage the yep. entire song and you killed mm-hmm. it so yep. i mean the we funniest there. thing
0: too is i've been battling scabies <laughs> forever and i rubbed up against every member of that band while i was playing sure I did <laughs> so you know man like it's just my my sick appalachian
3: humor <laughs> so
1: here's uh, dean and eric when they found when we talked to them about the fact that we were big big fans of their music and they definitely had a huge influence on both glenn and i when it came to to, to writing songs No, Glenn and I, we have a band together. We just started up together, and what geeks me out the most is there's moments where I'm like, man, this just feels like core era Stone Temple Pilots, and that gets me. (laughs) All
4: right. Are you guys guitar and drums? Yes. Yeah. All right. right. (laughs) right. (laughs) I'm I'm going to tell you guys something, and you can take me up on this, and I'm going to come right out with this. When we come to town, you guys pick out a song and you come up and play it.
0: Oh,
1: I'm in. in. I'm in. Awesome, that man. That would
0: be beyond an honor, man. Dude, you know, you yeah. have no idea. That
1: would be the yeah. ultimate. I, 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 that wouldn't even be on my bucket list cuz I didn't think something like that could ever happen. So, yes, 100%. If that could happen, that'd be so so insane.
4: <laughs> when we get up there, man, please, you guys come by and, and we'll hang out and we'll we'll, you know, we'll just, you know, get get wacky with guitars and you guys can play. You guys want to pick a song, rehearse it, and you guys can
1: rock it. Dude, it's how funny to hear him that back. I didn't, I hadn't listened to that. That he was, he he was as honest and like as he came through with everything. He hung yeah. out with us. We talked geeky guitar stuff. He did everything he said he was going to do. Dean DeLeo is a man of his word. Wow, that yeah, is man. pretty freaking cool to hear that, that back. Is crazy, and it's funny because Glenn, while we were talking to him backstage, so. You know, Long story short, we interviewed them again uh, when uh, they announced they had a new lead singer. They were going to do Pain in the Grass, and they brought it up and said, you guys are going to do this for sure. And still, I think up until Pain in the Grass, Glenn and I were like, I think it's going to happen. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, but I'm not going to be heartbroken if it doesn't happen. Yeah,
0: even day of show, I'm like, we haven't heard anything. No. And it's my assumption that they'd want to be out in front of this, so it's probably not going to happen. But that's cool. And Steve was like, I think it is going to happen. And I'm like, We'll see, bro. And then yeah. 30 minutes after
1: we had that yeah. conversation, we hear from their crew saying, hey, who's the guitarist? Make sure he keeps his amp on the side of the stage when they play. I'm like, oh, it's happening. Like, yeah. They're not going to tell Glenn. <laughs> oh, it's real. Oh, God, it's real. Right. It's yeah. damn real.
0: Yeah. And they like, well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right. Then. All right. And then yeah. the
1: manager guy says, hey, just be available around 430-ish. I'll find you guys. That's when Dean and Robert should be settled in at that point. And let's have you go into their dressing room, possibly run through the song, or at least talk it out, whatever it may be. So we wait. Uh, Mark, their manager, grabs us, brings us back to Dean and uh, Robert. We immediately see Robert, who could not be a more, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's almost like it's not real, like he's a unicorn. Genuinely. Well, they're both <laughs> you guys really, are really. Well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Man, i always I'd heard. Both always, of them. Brett
0: had always told me how nice the DeLeo brothers were. I yep. guess he's crossed paths with them many times. So I had it in my head from from Brett, who's a long-time old friend who I trust, yep. that these guys are really down-to-earth and really nice. And boy. So when we walked into Robert, and he was like, oh, hey, man, and he lit up. I was like, dude, what's up? He it, hugged us. Yeah, it was like running into a buddy that you'd played cards with yep. in high school. or you're like Yeah, it was just so vibeless.
1: Like, just, dude, what's up? How you doing? And then the funny really part was, nice was like, you guys good? You need to work with this? Or can I go eat? And we're like, go eat. He's like, really? Like, <laughs> he was so. We got this. We Sweet. Won him, I think we won him over even more because we let him go eat, like, which I thought was funny because I ran into him later on as he's eating. And he's like, Steve, you ready for this? I'm like, yeah. Don't want to bug you. <laughs> you're eating. And we're like, he probably won't let me sit at his and, table. Uh, and Dean, when we popped in there, Dean was kind of eating his dinner. He was so. having some salmon and salad. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. So, I mean, we chatted one.
0: briefly, but it was like, oh, dude, get back to your dinner. But we hung in there for. You know, we were in there for five, ten minutes, BS. I'd say with him. at
1: least ten, yeah. yeah we were just talking, he's eating, we're talking. He's yeah. like, You sure we don't have to go through this? But I thought one of the coolest parts was finally Glenn goes, Hey, uh, you know, we must have thanked them. I I would say at least a hundred times, collectively. At, <laughs> at some point, we said thank you to one of the members oh, of the band. Yeah. And even before that, we interviewed uh, Eric Kretz and and Jeff Goot, they yeah. couldn't be nicer. And, and Eric was really excited about all this. He's like, dude, we've been talking about this. like this," And I kept thinking they're effing with us, because they all kept saying, we've been talking about this for a while now. Like, what are you planning well, to do? Well, their manager had
0: said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. but he was like, you got to understand, first of all, the guy's never do this no they have never done this and they've been really talking about this for a while they're really excited and it's kind of like really <laughs> right <It's> like why <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> I, I kept waiting for them to go psych
2: i'm thinking of it on one end because if you're the band members you've been doing this for so long i mean you talked about how the reissue was what 25 years ago yep, yep. so i mean it's been a while so you don't do this normally and then you go forward and you're like okay these guys are either going to know what they're doing and they sound like that they sound like they've got the confidence to do this so it's either going to be awesome, or it's going to be a complete and utter S show, and that's going to be hilarious in either its own way, right. it's, it's going to be, be fun. It's going to be fun right. for them to watch and just do it. And, I mean, you guys, you, I mean, seeing you guys out there, you guys were having fun. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. big S eating grin the entire time. I don't time. think they, they not, expected right? us
0: to... Uh I mean, going out on a limb. I don't ex- think they expected us to actually get up there and just throw the f down.
1: Right. We, we, we. Well, you it's know. funny because even beforehand, you you said something to Dean that I thought was very interesting, and hearing this clip back now, I understand what he's coming from. You're like, you have a lot of faith in us that we're going to be able to do this song, and <laughs> Dean's reaction was. I could tell by how you reacted when I offered it that you guys weren't going to yeah. screw this up. Yeah, like, yeah you just, guys were down right away. Right, he, he's like, I could tell. Like there was like that moment of pause that was funny, but your response when I offered it wasn't. I don't know. It, it was, was all right. Yes, really. <laughs> yes, and dude, it was for me. I, I, I can't wait to hear your perspective of what was going on in your head while all this was happening. So we get. But we, we, we're waiting on the side stage and my nerves are starting to go. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. Gotta poo, then gotta poo, gotta then poo. Dean's wife comes over. And again, I keep thinking, is the whole family and crew just effing with us? Because she's like, <laughs> you're the guys? And we're like, yeah. My husband's been talking about this for yeah. a month now. She, I forget her name, but she was so nice. So wow. nice. Yeah, yeah. Dean's wow. wife could not be nicer. Like she was she pro- actually made me feel even more at ease yeah. moments before cuz we're talking like they're finishing the song Roll Me Under and she's telling us how excited our husband is to jam with us. So I'm yeah. like, "What?" So then we go up there and we're playing and for me, and there's a picture of it. I think it's my my header on my at I'm Steve Migg's Facebook page. You could just go and you see on the cover photo There's a picture of Me playing and Jeff singing and then uh, there's there's Robert DeLeo looking at me and at that moment, so I'm playing, I'm like, oh my gosh, are they going to look at me and say, you're going too fast, you're going too slow, stop effing it up. You know, I'm being super insecure because I'm playing with Stone Temple Pilots. Like, I think we're doing okay. My heart was a little bit set at ease. My nerves were when Jeff goes, don't F it up, because that, <laughs> that made me laugh.
2: The and I'm like, all right, this yeah. is going to be fun.
1: Let's have fun. Stop overthinking this. But I'm playing, and I'm like, I think I got this right. It feels right. And then Robert, within about 30 seconds, not even, 20 seconds, looks over at me and just, and I'm like, oh boy, here comes that moment. Am I going to get the death glare, which I've received in my life being in a band? I think <laughs> we all have, you know? Or am I going to get the smile and nod glare? No, I got the, he looks at me, and I, I kid you not, Rev, he just, Goes, he's looking and he smiles. He goes, "F yeah!" <laughs> like, that is so amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, we're good now. Now it's time to have fun. Now I'm gonna be Steve and I'm putting oh, my hands in the air." And, and then Dean comes over and he's like, "Yeah, man!" And then Jeff even looks at me and he's like, "All right." And I'm just like, "Okay, this is going well." <laughs> <laughs> but the part that made me start smiling from ear to ear, besides Robert going "F yeah," I look then over if he says "F yeah." I look to my left, and there's Glenn leaning on Dean DeLeo.
2: Yeah, getting his rub <laughs> on right there. <laughs> as Dean's
1: leaning on him, <laughs> and they're rocking the FL. And I don't know, man, because I know that this band means just as much to Glenn oh, as it does to me. Fan, huge fan. And I'm seeing you have this rock star moment with one of your guitar idols. Yeah, totally. totally. I, dude, honestly, that put me in such a euphoric state that my homie is on stage with me, and everyone's like, you popped over and looked at me. And yeah, I'm like, I ran back is this the, really yeah, happening? I had
0: to come back to the drum riser and rock out with you.
1: And then we yeah, see like uh, Dean, then Robert comes over to you and right. you're having a moment. Then Jeff, after he, he has a moment, like... That's the part. Like they were awesome guys behind the scenes. If anyone's listening to this, if you just ever wonder, don't meet your idols. No, sometimes meeting your idols is pretty freaking amazing. Really nice people. Yeah, just by the
2: excitement in your guys' voice right here, they were legit great from the beginning.
1: Such nice people. Oh my god. And the fact that they all made it a point at some moment to have a moment with each of us really, I, I thought, spoke volumes of what how cool that was for them as well. Like they made it a point. I don't think they talked about it, but I bet in their head they're like. I should probably go over there and rock out with Glenn, or I should go rock out with Steve. I th- I don't. I mean, I don't know
0: how. I think everyone was just having a goddamn ball. Yeah. And a lot of it is just you know you never know what you're gonna get. I mm-hmm. could have just stood terrified in one spot and stared mm-hmm. at my Shoe-gazed. hands. There's a lot of famous guitar players that shoe gaze, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Dude, you were on fire. The yeah. video. Oh, well, dude, I yeah. love watching the video. You're just like,
1: moving like a freaking god out there. Like yeah. Well, it's yeah.
0: one of those things. Like you know, obviously. I can't pay my rent doing it, but you know, I, I was covering plush before Goot was born. <laughs> 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 you know, man. <laughs> like I was playing that song in clubs yeah. before he had pews. <laughs> so you know, it, it's one of those things. Like, and those guys probably obviously don't don't know that I've spent my entire life mm-hmm. performing. So when we got up there, when I got up there. Um, you know, Eric just briefly shook hands with him because I yep. hadn't really gotten to meet him. Hugged Dean. Yep. And then I walked up to Robert, and Robert went, Hey man, don't be nervous. I went, Oh, dude, I'm not. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> oh all right. <laughs>
3: really? oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> if you watch the video, you can I see will. him
0: walk up yeah, to me. Don't and, stress it, bro. And, and he was like, Hey man, don't oh, be no. nervous. I said, Oh, dude, I'm not. <laughs> and he was like, All right. You know, like he lit up, like, okay. No, because it was kind of like, bro, I know you don't know me from Adam, but this is actually what I I, do. I
1: live for this. This is what
0: I do. Yeah. So... Then I got into a bit of a. I toggled my guitar on. I talked with our tech, which is rad. Their tech set my whole rig up for me and everything. So I didn't have to do any of the Isn't stuff that I normally nice. do. Oh, it was
1: like, that's how the other half lives. <laughs> Even like the drum tech guy, he was sitting behind. Like, he was over there and he made it a point, like, gave me a big handshake He said, like, have fun with this. And I'm like, oh, man. You better Well, I, I, I got wrote.
0: handed my guitar. It was in tune. You know, like, <laughs> wow. I, I'm not so used this to that, man. This no, normally I'm trying to find someplace quiet and someone's asking me a stupid question and I'm trying to, you know. Lifestyles <laughs> of the rich and famous. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? That's it. Uh, <laughs> a, a guitar tech so but yeah so that, that happened with uh, a, you know with Robert yep. and then I kind of toggled my guitar on and got into a bit of an E just volume swell feedbacky thing I was just kind of doing like oh, okay uh, yeah, yeah. and I was trying to get that going on and I think Jeff walked over and was like we're going to click it in and I nodded like, kind of like Yep, I got you. But of course, I'm thinking. I know. Yeah. You know. Again, it's one of those. You don't know me. This is what I do. I'm setting. I'm setting
1: this up. (laughs) Which would have been funny though, if like all of a sudden you just started playing. Like,
0: where are the drums? No, I'm I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was like, why is there sound? Yeah. You know. But I'm just going. I'm beating the feedback, and he looked at me like, we're gonna click it in, and I looked at him like, yep. And it's funny,
1: I thought that was Dean that did that. So then that I all me. of a sudden said, <laughs> I'm going to start rolling on the <laughs> cymbal for a second before I click it in. So I got going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You and I just took control of the Stone Temple pilot uh, hey man. Right?
2: So awesome. I love this. <laughs>
0: and then
1: as soon as you cut loose. We haven't had a chance to talk about any of
2: this. I can yeah, tell. I this, this is not so not awesome. Right. Yeah. So it's it, just totally nerding out and it's fantastic. As soon
0: as you cut loose, I all right, man, this is what I... And I've cut the F loose. Um, Just doing my thing, and then pretty quickly, I think it was during that first verse that I got up into Dean's wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I started shoving on him and throwing my guitar up in the air. And he looked at me like, oh, well, S. yeah." He started doing all this stuff, and I'm shoving on him, and he's shoving on me, and it's kind of this... Well,
1: god damn! Which must be fun for him. Okay! Because yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, there's not a backup guitarist, there's not a rhythm guitarist, there's not... There's oh, he played his he played his ass off all over the song, I'm sure I you know. noticed. He yes. cut, like,
0: three different solos. <laughs> he was having a But time. it was basically <laughs> one of those, <laughs> like, dude... I've got you. Yeah. And he looked at me like, dude. This is fun. Okay. And <laughs> so we just he started doing friends? all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time there rocking with Dean. It was funny. I circled out around from my rig. Dean was a lot louder than me, which of
1: course, right? mm mm-hmm. I got out around from my rig. And if you go to KSW.com, if you haven't you seen can the watch video, this whole thing. yeah, watch the it. The video is and I I grabbed um, I had Vicky, Danny, and Chris v- recorded record it with their cell phones and then airdrop it to me so I could put it together as like a multi-camera thing. Uh. Like, and apparently they do have a pro shot cameras that they're gonna put together something, but I was like, I need to know for sure. I have, I need this right now, multiple <laughs> angles of, It looks
0: killer. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I just
1: want this for my own personal collection. Oh, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you haven't seen it, it's at KFW.com. I put it also on our my Steve Miggs Facebook page as well, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's killer. It's killer. So there but, you are. So I, I had circled out in front of the... I'd broken away from Dean at that point. I think yeah. I was just
1: rocking out. I think you came over to my ride. Thanks
0: when I came to you and looked yeah. at you like, what's up, bro? Yeah. You know, and Robert runs up and now he's worried. We kind of looked at each other and it was, again, it was one of those, oh... Well, S, and it's like, yeah, man, I'm not scared yeah this is really what i do yeah um i'm up here to have fun
2: yep. mother effer and it's on i'm just so, watching the video on mute right now yeah and it's just like steve's s eating grin oh i'm having the time of my life man Glenn, you're just like you just you're making love to your guitar i was
0: mopping yeah. it up man. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was up there to throw down man i, just I, I the, wasn't scared i love I was the strut like, that. that you were
1: having every once while you're doing this strut and your uh-huh. hair is blowing and yeah. Yeah. it was cool man but it thanks, looked cool <laughs> there was a moment even like when the part and the song where it goes yeah, it's like kind of after the chords of and then and then and then you know, yeah, yeah, here yeah. I come, I come, I come. When I first did that first time on the drums, Robert looked at me and, and gave me that other, like, all
0: right. Uh, oh, like, you got I, it. You got because it. Because yeah, I bet yeah, in his
1: head he's like, oh, please don't screw this part up because it's, it's a major dynamic moment of the mm-hmm. song. And I'm like just right there locked in with him. And it, it was cool having those moments to lock in with Robert.
0: If, if you listen, and it, I was, w- it was when I had circled out in front of you. Um, if you listen, so I, I, I kind of hipped you to everything I'd, that had gone on right up to this moment. Chorus 1 hit, and I was way out away from my rig, so I couldn't hear myself at all. Right. Um, which is fine. I'm used to that, too. Um, I went for the first quarter of Chorus 1, and my instinct told me my hand was in the wrong place. Uh-huh. But I had no way to know. Uh-huh. I looked down. I'm like, that ain't right. And it's B, A, and then D with an A root, If that for all, all your guitar players out there, right? And I looked it's the same down, with the drums. I had already caught the A and then the D with the A root. And then I had to cycle back to that first chord. And now, I, unfortunately, as soon as you start thinking, you're screwed. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, S. because <laughs> Dean was doing, because I had him, I had his back at this right. point, that was established, he was doing something completely unique. Yeah, he's doing some kind of like a weird lead so, thing over the chorus. So, yeah, yeah, it's that octave chord thing that comes yep. in on chorus two and three, I love it when I was breaking down, that when we were in the dressing room, I'm like, so dude, the octave chord thing that comes in over chorus two and chorus three, do you want to pick that up? Do you want me to, and he just lit up like, yeah. dude you know every layer of this song. And I'm like, yeah, man, which one do you want me to play? <laughs> this was cool. But uh, it was established. He was like, well, you hold down the root,
1: and I'll do that bit. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, well, at first he goes, just go effing wild with me. Do solos with me. And I was like, <laughs> he's... He, <laughs> he Dean is all F about man. having fun. yeah, yeah he wanted, we, we, you know, and
0: he, you know, we did. But that, I, if you watch the video, you'll see me... With my face towards the crowd, circle back towards my rig. And what I'm trying to do is get into a place where I can hear myself. Okay, yes. And all of this takes place over the course of one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Yep. This is over. Um, but I realized Dean's not playing the chord in unison, with, so I have no frame of reference from Dean. I looked at my hand. I don't trust my hands in the right place. I need to get back by my rig. And of course, the whole time, this one 1000 1000 my inner dialogue's going, way to go, dude. You <laughs> forgot the cores to sex type thing. <laughs> and if you watch the video, you'll see me circle back by my rig. Yep. By then, I found it. Oh, yeah, it was quick. Boom, I lock back in, and I'm right back out. Right on the way. That's one of those moments like that hung with me, even that night, I was like, I can't believe I did that. That was the only thing I got. I was like, dude, isn't that awesome? He goes, I was like, yeah, except the first chorus. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even notice, uh, And you know, I like, told like, Dean, too. I'm like, dude, I missed chord one of chorus one. He was like, did you? I'm like, oh, I, kind of <laughs> like, I fixed it fast. I'm thinking, and he smiled. I, I was like, I fixed it fast, brother. You know? Because, yeah, as soon as I got my bearings, and then it was like, okay, now I'm back. The train's back on the track. Yep. Then I was right back to just running around, throwing down, sang a bit. Jeff and I sang like two words to each other. Yep, I saw that. that Robert awesome. and I got way down low. Robert's a big tall cool. guy. Yeah. Robert's rocking out of I me. Mean, circle back over to Dean. But from my point of view, the whole thing was just every time I got in proximity to one of those guys, it was re- it was like, a, oh, S, really? And I'm like, yeah, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this and for, is
0: what
1: I do, homie. <laughs> well, the crazy part for me, too, was everyone's like, they'd come over and be like, yeah. And I'm looking at them. And I'm like, yeah. But from my perspective, not only am I seeing them go, yeah. I'm seeing 15,000 people yeah. also going, yeah, people are moshing and people are crowd surfing and I'm watching people losing their minds while they're playing this song, which means so much to me. Oh, we killed it. And yeah. and that was my biggest fear. The crowd I talked talk about it on the air. I was like, my, besides not screwing it up, I wanted to make sure that we performed... So that nobody felt that they were gypped out of sex type thing. Yeah, you know yeah. What I, I mean I get
0: totally get that. So like sure. it was like that's
1: why I was like super cognizant of making sure the tempo was right and this. Like I was really like working that out in my head, like making sure I got all the. Even though Eric plays the song way different now, like he doesn't even do the buta bot like accents. Hey, you figured he, twenty five years right, of messing around. Right, with he's it. having yeah. fun with. It. He rolls right into it, which is fine. But I'm like, I'm gonna do it like the album. I'm gonna you know, even like when we met before we went up on stage, we were talking with Dean. I'm like, hey man, I noticed during the live performances. At the end of your sh- song, at end of the song, you kind of do this like crazy, speed-up, war pigs ending. like And it kind of just kind of goes crazy. And I'm like, do you want us to do that? He goes, ah, do whatever you want. You want to do the album ending? Do the album ending. I'm like, well, what do you want? He goes, whatever you want to do. It was like that, literally. He was like, oh, do, do what you want. And then he—they were
0: stoked that you had been studying their cor- current version. Yeah, he was. like, "Man, the guy really is on point." Like, That like yeah, was cool.
1: Yeah. And then he even goes, "How about don't tell me what you're going to do and just do it on stage? <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> That's fun for us." I'm like, "Okay, all right." And honestly, in my head while it was going on, I'm like, "I think I'm going to do the speed up thing." And then when we got to it, I was just like, "Man." I want to end it like the album. I want to get that big pop from the fans. Ah, because if we speed up, the crowd goes... This is how narcissistic I am at that moment. I, I watch the videos, and they go nuts as it's ending, and it just keeps going. But you get that big ending on the cold stop. Mm-hmm. Then you get the big roar. roar. Yeah. Oh. And I really wanted the big and roar. The roar was cool, man. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I, I, so I have a little bit of the audio of the beginning of it, just in case anyone doesn't have time to watch the video. But this, just to give you an idea of just how much fun this was for us.
3: Hey, we got something a little special for y'all. You guys know Migs? BJ Glenn?
1: That was the funny part. BJ. So beforehand, the manager goes, How do you want us? How do you want Jeff to introduce you guys? You want it to be Migs and Glenn, Steve Migs and Glenn Cannon, BJ and Migs, KSW. Okay, so I'm like, How about just say Steve and Glenn or Migs and Glenn? Uh, and from KSW. That's all you need to do. Well, I think somehow the got lost in translation and all of a sudden BJ was coming up on stage two. Which I thought was <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I he said... I couldn't
0: make it out because of the echo. I said he said Migs, uh, I BJ, thought he and Migs, This is Glenn.
1: That's yeah. what I thought he said. I thought that was hilarious. My name's BJ Glenn. And BJ Glenn <laughs> over here. So. I fight crime now. So here's a little bit more from that and here's Jeff. Oh. And also, I thought it was cool that I got a message from Craig Gas because uh, he saw the video and he's like, Holy ass, whatever. And then he goes, Man, I got to be honest, my favorite part was just the crowd reaction when they, you said they said your name. And I was like, uh. Bro, I felt that at that moment. I had goosebumps. Like, that was, I know I'm at a KSW show and I assume that people are going to be down with this. Yeah. But, man, that was, thank you for all the rockaholics that showed us as much love as you did. It, it definitely helped calm my nerves and made the event in the moment even more special I wasn't lying when I said at the end with the stage announcement when we brought up uh, Allison Change I said this was hands down one of the greatest days of my life and I'm glad I got to spend it with all of you and I truly meant that it was it was a magical day so here's more from Jim <laughs> Jeff
3: play a song with us we've been talking about doing this for a long time how cool is that don't f*** <laughs> it up alright <laughs>
0: Yeah, by now I was already getting the oh S okay
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> this guy's all over it. it was right here when I when I nailed that accent I think that's when Robert looked at me and goes "Heck yeah uh, 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 uh.
0: Oh, that was uh, another thing too. Those little, uh, especially in it was the ones in chorus too. Those one up and one down. That thing. Yeah. I was standing right by Dean, and we hit him in unison, and he we literally went, "Dude!" <laughs> 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 His head was a foot from mine, and we nailed him together in perfect unison. And he just looked at me like that, that is, did not just happen. That is so awesome, dude. What? Well, that was me.
1: Here comes the solo. That was cool.
3: Should be these.
1: this whole time right now, I'm like, I'm locked in with Robert DeLeo, one of my favorite bassists. This is insane.
3: Yeah.
1: It was cool being able to watch the video back, because then you could see all the crazy lights. I couldn't tell what was going on with the lights while we were playing. Oh, it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, like watching it from the lawn, it was badass. Oh, I bet. As the ending was happening, Jeff comes over to me. It's funny how he told you, hey, we're going to count it in. Right at the very last, here I come, he gives me the one left. And I'm looking at him I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. But I thought that was cool that he was, like, looking out for my best interest. Yeah. It was really cool. Because it looked like probably for the fans, like, he was just rocking with me. But he's like, one left.
2: Okay, cool. So here we go. Jeez, so good call. It started, I did actually. Don't F it up. Oh, hey, they didn't F it up. It it's clean, well,
1: it's funny then, after that, then they we're hugging. So, the first person I see, obviously, when I get up the drum rides, was Eric. He's like, Get that off of my drum throne. It's time for the professional. <laughs> no, He gives me a big hug, and then he's like, Okay, you know, work your way out. And I, yeah. I work my way out, see Dean. And then I was just like, Give him a big hug. I'm like, Dude, seriously, thank you for that. And he puts his hand on my shoulder, and he just looks at me and just goes, you crushed the S out of those drums, like with a big smile <laughs> on his face. Like he was like legit stoked. Then I see uh, Jeff, high five or whatever, and then and then Robert grabs me, puts his arm around me, and we're standing in the front, like just like kind yeah, of looking yeah. at the crowd. He was looking for you, but you already walked off, yep. so we're like, oh, I'm like trying to call you over. I'm like, that's not going to happen. And then I think, ah. Glenn's not going to hear me. People are going nuts. And then I think he was saying, go speak in front of the microphone, but I didn't hear him well. So I'm just like awkwardly for like maybe 10, not even, maybe two seconds, just staring at the microphone. I'm like, should I say something? I'm like, I don't want to say anything. I just want to <laughs> just look at everybody. Like, and so I just awkwardly held him for another second or two, <laughs> <laughs> high five, gave him a handshake, grabbed Dean one more time, gave him a hug. And as I'm walking off, there's a guy right in the front and he's like, great job. And high fives me. I'm like, yeah, man. Awesome. Keep walking. Oh, crap. That was Gavin Rosdell from Bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> oh,
0: man. No, that was uh, when we got done. If you watch, I bear hug the shit out. Oh, oh I said the S Yeah, word. look at that.
2: <laughs> Someone's excited. Bear hug,
0: Dean. Big bear hug. And then I waved to the crowd, and my my brain is like, okay, they've got two more songs. This is all on a stopwatch. They only have X amount of time. There's another band after them. Gotta go. So I hugged Dean, waved to the crowd, got off their damn stage. That's literally what I was thinking, was hug Dean, get off stage. I waved to the other guys, but coming off stage, I walked right into Gavin Rossdale. And he's like, dude, that was awesome. I'm like, man... Thanks, brother. Shook his hand. I'm like, I'm Glenn. He's like, dude, I'm Gavin. This is my wife, Tawny. Tawny's like, hi. I'm like, man, great to meet you. He's like, you too. That was rad. I'm like, thanks, bro. That's awesome. "Eh, eh, Thanks, Gavin. You know.
1: I just love that he was standing side stage just watching Stone Temple Pilots. He was up there with... Dean's wife yep. watching their
0: entire set. Actually, yeah. he was yeah. like
1: boogieing down while they played. It was cool, even seeing like Ian Asbury from the Cult yep. popped in first. It took me a second; I didn't realize how short he was. Oh, really? Not that he's super short, but yeah, Billy Duffy was milling around back there too. Yep. And yeah. then uh, a couple of the ladies from the band Bones also mm-hmm. were hanging out. At first, I was like, I didn't understand what was. I'm like, why are they wearing these strange outfits? And I thought, like, oh, yes, that, that was they're Bones. <laughs> yes, they're a band. They're a band. Yeah, they were. That was like their, their <laughs> outfits for when they perform. It's like this kind of crazy jumpsuit. Yep. Almost like they're little astronauts or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, that was nuts. And then just after that, obviously, just the cavalcade of coworkers losing their minds. When when your big boss, who's there, comes running over to you like fanboying at you with his cell phone out, going, "I got video! I got video of you doing this!" <laughs> but <brought>, such like <laughs> warmed my soul. Yeah, because that was kind of cool, and just seeing everybody and just the, the amount of love every, all the listeners gave. That was it was awesome, dude. It was freaking amazing. Uh, and and like you said, I mean. I wish we could have done that again, again, and again, yeah. and again, and again, and again. I would have gotten it right the second night. Actually, you just, I nailed it. You other did than,
0: great. Oh no, no, Jeez, no, no! no. I nailed it. But it's it's funny. Like every time <laughs> I hear it, I can hear that. First chord of yeah. chorus one. Yeah, yeah. it's like, mm, and then uh, honestly, you. I think the front of house guy went, oh, and dumped my guitar down low. Yeah, and you just hear Dean doing the thing, and then if you notice the rest of the song, Dean just plays the chorus chords with me. Yeah, I think that was a parachute move.
3: Ah, you know, like, oh, oh, okay,
0: <laughs> okay. You know, I might have to cover this, but but yeah, it was a one chord. Oh, what, ah, and as soon as I could hear myself again, I'm like, <laughs> ah, yeah, there it. you go.
1: That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: it's, even listening to it to me, even listening to it, I'm like, oh, there it was. Oop, there it went. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, that was a, a total riot. Well, I, honestly, it's not like I'm down on myself about it. I'm, no, you I'm, should I'm, not, right? Get, but I remember that moment, and literally, this we're talking 1,000, 1, it was passed. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> you just missed the first quarter Chorus 1, buddy, and because you can't hear your guitar, you don't really know what's going on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll love this, then. So we talk about this on Monday morning, and I talked about how like it was very important to me to make sure I delivered the song drum wise well enough for the fans because yeah. I'm a fan as well. And I, last thing I would want if I'm a fan have you know these two random guys show up and take away from my favorite Stone Temple Pilot song. Like I wanted to make sure I delivered on my end of the bargain, and so I was very cognizant about the tempo and. So I'm talking about that. I was like, I didn't want to really speed up. Someone texted into the show, and of course, Steve, yes, you were speeding. And I was like, Oh, for God's right. sake. So here's, I'm sorry about your jealousy, pal. I almost wrote back. I'm like, Well, tell me how you did when you performed with Stone Temple Pilots. You like, should have. Not- <laughs> I was like, You know what? I'm, and, I, and I I was uh, a no sass. There's I always won. There's always But the funny one. part was I was like, no, I know I did it right. I listened to it speeding. and it was fine. You weren't but speeding here's at the all. funny part. I went back, of course, because I'm just an insecure idiot like this when it comes to drumming. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the one thing as a drummer, you don't want to be the guy that's a mess on the tempos. So I pull out my metronome and watch the video and I'm doing it and it, like... Almost hundred percent locked in for the entire song at one thirty-seven beats per minute. Jeez, the I know this is nerdy. <laughs> oh, I'm the, following you. I'm the with album you. version was set at one thirty-four beats per minute. Dude, I, I intentionally wanted to go about one thirty-five, one thirty-six, so it would drag. Right, absolutely. Whenever you do it live, you should go a little bit faster than the recording, in my opinion, because it's energy. Couldn't Steve agree were more. Speeding, couldn't agree more. But that's like barely noticeable. I'm talking about like maybe a half Two, a, two BPM per minute is nothing. That's right. nothing. Right. Yeah. So then I go, I'm like, out of curiosity, let me pull up Stone Temple Pilots doing this yeah, song. Where's Eric play it? 145.
2: Oh, geez. Which is... Cranks through it. 11 beats per minute
1: faster than the recording. So I was like... Hey, dumbass! I wanted to say, but I was like, I'm not going to argue with someone. Actually, I played it slower than Eric. I played it slower than Eric, faster than the recording, but slower than they usually how they do it live. So I feel like I found the perfect happy medium for for where it should be. Boom! Suck it. (laughs) Suck it. I wondered. I was super uh, proud when I went back and watched because I set the beat like the, the tempo and then hit start. And just watched it and there was only a couple moments where it wavered, like during the ba-da-da-da-da, which is oh, felt steady as a rock. But man, man, like honestly, like I mean, it was like, my gosh, I felt like Oh, you, crush it. you were great. Steve. Oh, I, yeah. I felt great about it. I felt great yeah. about it. That guy's text didn't get me. It actually made me laugh. Wait. But it made me want to find out if he yeah. was right yeah. and he was wrong. <laughs>
0: Bitch. So there it is. Yeah. Well, I, man, we you know, you posted about it, I posted about it. Last time I looked at the one video, was it like four thousand? Um, I know I had one shank. I I own it. I had a shank. Um, Who cares? I was waiting. Because, you know, there was this post, that post, this post, that post. And I'm like, man, there's going to be a sniper, especially with the shares. Because the shares aren't people that are necessarily your friends that are seeing it now. And now angry, jealous there was going to be
1: one sniper. Like that one drummer that hates Bruiser Brody because we free publicity stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: And I was very pleased to find, and of course I'm jinxing myself now, but (laughs) not a single... Uh dude, what happened to Course One? Not a single you couldn't hear your guitar anyway. Not a single sniper. Dude, if it happened. So far. Blame it on Dean. And it made it made it not be so like, dude, that was that Dean. That was Dean. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Dean would be like, that was me.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but dude, no, really.
0: I fully expected someone to take a pot shot, and no one has, which has been really nice. Same here on my end. So you've got that one guy, the like, case Steve, you were speeding.
1: And, and, oh, man, it just cracked it's me like, up. Man, it's like, why no do matter. not going to be like that.
0: I don't get it. You know, your wife said the same thing when I was railing her, bro. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez, I was just going to go down to tell me about the time you played with Stone Temple Violet's dick,
3: <laughs> yeah, your
0: three-year-old kid is in the trunk of my
1: car. But thanks for the comments, bro. Dude, there was this guy on my Facebook. I fe- I, last night, actually this morning, I woke up and I just de- I deleted him from my Facebook. Uh, I oh, unfriended no. him and I blocked him because I was what like, was it? I don't, so it's just like I don't even know who this guy is. I think he's just mutual friends with all of us. Like at some point, like oh, you know, he's yeah. because he's a musician from somewhere. I don't even remember his name to be honest with you. But when I posted something about Alice in Chains. He made it a point to comment, oh, it's not really Alice in Chains without Lane. Oh, for God. Oh, so God, yeah. I wrote it back. I'm like, hey, man, I, I completely disagree. I hate that. And I, I didn't hate argue. That. I was like, I'm not going to argue. I completely disagree, but I have a question for you. Do you feel that ACDC is ACDC with Brian Johnson? Or did they just stop being ACDC when Bon Scott died? Yeah. And all he wrote back was, I know my opinion's not popular, but it's my opinion. And I'm like, answer my question, man. I just want to know uh, how how much of a hypocrite did, did you did are. Did Van Halen stop being Van Halen when they got Sammy Hagar? Right. And and had a string of, of singles. Or did Metallica stop being Metallica when they got Jason Newstead? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. Or, or Kirk
0: Hammett when they got rid of uh, right. Dave Mustaine. Right. Right. You know? So
1: even like even if you want to even throw a Mike Starr as well, and you want to be like, well, Lane and Mike Starr, I'm like, is Metallica still Metallica? Because they are. Like, who are you to be that guy? And, I, I hate. And there are these little sects of Alice
0: fans out there like, well, it's not Alice without Lane," And I hate that.
1: Oh, it drives me nuts.
0: Because I've met those guys. They're really nice people. They wanted to carry on. They were really concerned about Lane's memory and what they were doing. They gave a great tribute to him and Mike Dude, during, uh, during their set the, at, uh, uh, at Pain in the Grass. The new albums are incredible. Willie's fantastic. It's the so band's good. better than ever. What's the effing problem? I mean, look. If you don't like it, stop buying it. Don't listen to the new stuff. And dude. just listen to their old stuff and be happy. Honestly, you know what, man? All I listen to is the new stuff. Uh, dude, because I spent way. decades with the old stuff. It's not that the old stuff isn't killer.
1: Rainier Fog is a great the, record. I, don't ha- I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Oh, I got a CD. I'll give you mine. Oh, that'd be tight. Yeah. 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 Castle gave me one, and I listen to everything on streaming and I bought the vinyl. So I'll give you the CD. Dude, yeah, thanks, yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. got the new Alice record. Yeah, it's no, so a, good. I'm a
0: huge fan I, I want to hear your opinion of Drone. I'm going to pull up the, the new records are, are killer and they're what I listen to, man. I've been listening to Dirk for 20 years. And just a quick aside- I love the Devil Put Dinosaurs here. I love, you know, Black Fades into Blue. I love these records.
1: They're uh, killer. I, I will put at the end of this podcast my full interview unedited uh, with the guys in Alice and Change that we oh, did for the yeah. for the album release that I interviewed them for and we even played a shortened version of on BJ Migs but at the end of this podcast I'll throw the entire Alice in Chains uh, interview up there so that people could enjoy it and check it out but I want you to hear this one song just this one's called Drone and this is my favorite off of the new record so far it changes every day (laughs) and then I'll get back to why I that wasn't why I unfriended it oh that was just step one just want to get to the chorus Oh wow! Just wait till you hear the chorus, bro. Just right, perfect, Gosh, Sean Kinney, I hate you. You're so good. <laughs>
0: That's cool, right? I'm going to love this. <laughs> yeah, right? Goosebumps. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, dude, every song on the record is fantastic. Sounds so, great. Stuff like that, it's
0: just like the, yeah, it's not Alice, not Lacey. Yeah, like, that sounds like Alice in Chains to me. Their friend and their singer died. They took a lot of time away. It wasn't like the next year they came out with a new singer. Right, they didn't do a contest, um, like a
1: reality show. You
0: know, uh, their friend and their singer died. Uh, Jerry went and did a couple records um, that are great as well. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do what they do as a band together. What is why, do, why are people so stupid that they would want Thank to keep you. these people Thank from you. doing what makes them happy? And this also applies to the you know, people that say hell. if you're a Jeff fan Coot's of these not guys, not the lead singer of uh, oh, yeah, same Pilots, thing, same yeah, thing. Right? Right? If you're a fan of these guys, why don't you support them? Mm-hmm. Why don't you support them, dude? Be happy you know that it's doing what they that love their to first do. singer died. Now they're not allowed to do what they love to do, which, by the way, they're a killer at. And then, like, I just it, hate, I hate that, I hate to use the word hate, but I hate that attitude. Those people are retards, man.
1: And, and the Stone Temple Power one even makes me extra angry because they watched two of their lead singers die. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's hard, man. And the fact that they still want to put their best foot forward and they got a great guy, and Jeff Goode could not be a nicer dude, and he kills it up on stage, in my opinion. He is fantastic as their front man. I know some people think it's eerie because he has the mannerisms of Scott. He, he really does, does he do does, the does, Scott yeah. thing.
0: But I have to wonder... I have to wonder if that's just him wanting to do the Scott thing. I like, think he's just
1: influenced by Scott. Move
0: for move, clothing, everything. He's doing the Scott thing. <laughs> or if perhaps it was one of those, this is what we want to do. But what what is really important to me, because people have mentioned that to me, like, wow, it's almost eerie. It's a little creepy. It's a little this, a little that. I'm like, man, those guys are happy. Yeah. And they're really nice guys. And, and good. And they're happy. And the guy's good. And that's all that matters. And the new record's great. And well, the fans are loving it. And the band is great. And... They're happy. I think it's awesome. What makes me
1: think that, that it's not an intentional thing, and the only reason why I bring this up, because I think it's fascinating, as we know, Dead and Bloated, the iconic beginning of that song is Scott Weiland on the megaphone. Right. And Scott was kind of known for being a guy that would work, even on sex type thing, if you see them do it live back in the day, he would do the "Here I Come, Here I Come" at the end. Oh, on, I did a bunch a of that Velvet
0: Revolver too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scott
1: Weiland was known for using a megaphone a lot in, in the music of Stone Temple Pilots. Velvet Revolver. Jeff Goot intentionally does not use the megaphone out of respect to Scott Weiland. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. So I when you see it. them do it uh, live, I know some people. Of course, damn if you do it, you don't. I see people on I, YouTube. You just oh said yeah. it. damn God, if you do, uh, yeah. damn if you don't. Right? They're like, you why didn't he mean? use the megaphone for beginning as Dead and bloated? It's not nearly as good. It's like because he's trying to be honorable and respectful to Scott Wyland's legacy, and he can't get, nobody's happy with anything Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And that's
0: that's why I'm seeing it, because I've had a couple people say, oh, what are your thoughts on, and I'm like, dude, the band's happy, and they're killing it. Yeah. You know, he's a nice guy, they sound great, that's all that matters. Yeah, the fans are loving it. The band's loving it. I'm not sure I see a problem. I know,
1: <laughs> you know. And so to go back to why I unfriended this guy, so because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I don't even know who the f this guy is. Why are you spewing negativity on my Facebook page? Like I don't even know you by some weird thing. I I made the mistake of accepting your friendship when you requested my friendship because you are mutual friends with a lot of people in the music community. Mm -hmm. So then I posted, uh, I I shared the Bruiser Brody, we haven't even talked about Bruiser Brody yet, but I shared the Bruiser Brody (laughs) performance of Everyone's Dead on my page, and a lot of great comments, one of my buddies, a lot of my buddies from college, from direct message, dude, your band is amazing. One guy's like, it kind of gives off a, a Godsmack vibe. That song, I hope that's not insulting. They're one of my favorite bands, so I don't mean it as an insult. I'm like, no, comparing us to Godsmack is not a bad thing it's not whatsoever. A bad thing, yeah. And I can understand how Everyone's Dead kind of has that tribal vibe that uh, mm-hmm. you know during the, the verses. yeah, like, oh, totally, yeah. it's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. things too. I've found over the years that like
0: I've gotten this from, and it's always so random. But if it, if you follow it with this question, it always makes sense. Um, people be like, man, you guys really remind me of Queensryche. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, really? Yeah. Huh. I've never heard that before. Who's your favorite band? Queensryche. Okay. And that's what it <laughs> always is. So when someone says, dude, you guys remind me of Godsmack. It's because I then, like Godsmack. And then he says, Godsmack's my favorite band. Yep. You'll find, dude, it might be a, man, you guys actually really remind me of Blind Melon. Really? Yeah. Who, who's your favorite band? Blind, Blind Melon. I so, love that, yeah, that, that, buddy, that. That happens. I love
1: that B-Girl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it happens all the time in that. People are yeah. just drawing an association to something
1: else that they love. We like to make comparisons, so it's the ultimate, ultimate compliment. And I took yeah. it as that. So, yeah. Yeah. so, a lot of people write nice stuff, and then this one guy goes, "I like everyone in the band," and I won't say who because I'm not going to create drama. But that, I like, and it wasn't you or I. I like everyone in the band except for this one member. Of <laughs> Immediately, the
0: band. I was like, "Oh God!" No.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, and, and obviously, at some point, it, he must have something must have happened between him and a member of our band. Because it made no sense. And then people were like, obviously, going to the bat for that member of the band. And I'm just like, you know, I don't need this crap on my page. I don't even know you. So now you're bringing your own personal drama into a fun video. And I'm at this point now where I'm like, you know what? From now on, if I don't like what you say on my page. Nuke em. I'm deleting you. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. That's you. what I've been
2: doing. And it's been like somebody tried to give me sass for having a uh, uh, a it. campfire uh-huh. uh, like my fi- in my fire pit. Oh, shut the F and, off. And it was just, and it's like, you <laughs> have, well, it, it was like in the X amount of years that I've been your friend on Facebook, you've never posted anything. Right. Until this little snark comment that yeah. got shot down at me, he's like, "You are nothing on my page. delete, block, unfollow." Yeah, right. blam. yeah. Just, I just,
0: don't even want
1: you to be able to find my page. Yeah, yeah. Just, just
0: take them out, dude. But Bye. I usually give, yeah, it's a two strike policy because I'm like, "There's no inflection in text."
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. So if
0: I read something and I'm like, "Was that yeah, was, how am I taking it?" Was that it snarky then... or not? But if there's a second one with doubt, Smoke, and I fire. might be, I might even be wrong twice. But if Who there's cares? a second one with doubt. Let me help
1: you Mm -hmm. by
0: eliminating the source of the trouble, which is me. So I'm just going to fix it so you never see me again. That's funny. (laughs) This guy,
1: I didn't even know who he existed until he popped on the first time, popped on the second time, two strikes. I'm not waiting for that third strike. I don't care. And I'm not letting that thread continue because – Everybody in my band is my brother. I will go to bat for everyone in my band. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love everybody in my band. And I'm not getting into an argument on Facebook with you about this because I don't know you. Nothing good's coming of it. You're just done to me. And my friend Carlina, she posted this on her Facebook. And I was like, man, today was the perfect day for me to read this. And it was just a meme of someone else or a screenshot of someone else's tweet that she put on her uh, Facebook page. It just says, people are allowed to delete you off of Facebook, delete your number and just stop hanging with you. They don't owe you an explanation. If they don't like your energy anymore, you're toxic to them now, or you're affecting their mental health. They're allowed to cut you off period. And I was like, I can't, I can't say that better. than Yeah. I
2: had to do that with a guy who I've known for uh, at this point, 12 years. And it was, I think it was last year. And it was just, like I tried to help him, and he was just constantly toxic, and everything was negative all the time. Bye. Yep. and I was just like, I, I tried, and I understand that you've got problems going on, and I get why. And I've tried to be there for you, but every time you just come back at me negatively, I'm like, All right, I'm I'm done, oh, dude. How did he deal with it?
0: Did a big purge. This would have been several months ago, and it was the same. This was an individual, actually. I've got probably a two-decade-long history with. Honestly, always in one way or another, end up backstabbing me or talking smack on me, and it would always get back to me. And I'd always take the high road and just say that person's very insecure and a little Mm -hmm. messed up. And I let it roll off my back. It's my choice to be this individual's friend. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, this person really attacked the hell out of me on Messenger, and I'm trying to be so sweet and loving and understanding, and they just went berserk. And I'm like, same thing with me, yeah, exactly. Two decades in.
1: Done. I'm cool. Done.
0: Delete, unfriend, follow, just wham.
1: It's two decades you know? too long. Yep. Yeah,
0: it, yep. it is. It was 19 years too much, man. But it's
1: the same thing. Just And you know what? Life's been better. Right. I shouldn't have to like, <laughs> I even started like, do I need to like worry about putting a fun post on my page because no. this idiot is going to say something negative? No. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you know Help this person. Them. Help that, them do out. Do you know that person? No, I don't. Okay. I didn't know if he was like part of your circle as well, but no. maybe, do you know that person?
2: That's the person oh, no. who I, I... No, no. I, yeah, Is that I, even I, his real name? I don't know, but...
1: Yeah, ask... F. Yeah, I think that's his name. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> yeah. let's, okay, let's ask yeah, our yeah.
0: listeners if that's yeah. his real yes. name. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up on Facebook. His name is
1: Ass F. <laughs> <laughs> Bruiser Brody was a <laughs> blast. Bruiser Brody was oh, killing. Yeah. Opened
2: it up and uh, was the sounding call to get everyone and get their asses down to the stage.
1: We knew that we were uh, playing <laughs> uh, two steps backwards because of the gate time being one o'clock, us going on stage at one thirty. It's impossible to get everybody that's waiting in line. That's the
0: way it always, man. Yeah. All, always. Same with One Window pane did. It's just one of those things where, I mean, we're lucky to be getting added to the front of such a big show. Of course. But, um, you know, you always get the dude, I can hear you from line, I just couldn't get in. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and literally it was a throw and go setup mm-hmm. where we didn't even get much of a
1: check. But For a second, I thought I was going to have a drum riser. I even set up on a drum riser. I'm like, man, I'm at the adult well, kids they, they table. Your I'm the adult <laughs> table. And then they finally come up and are like, uh, we're going to have to take your drums off that riser. I'm like, why? <laughs> Do you have to give it to another band? They're like, no, uh, we didn't think about Alice and Chains' light setup. It's too it takes up too much space, and the drum riser is too wide to get through. Yeah, oh, well, so wasn't they like they were trying to like
2: they didn't try? No, and, you couldn't have just got him on stage, right? <laughs> when I saw the
0: corridors after the like, because it was like, yeah, we have got to get the drums of the riser. I'm like, that figures. Yeah, and then I started trying to get my rig through, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. they can't a... get him on. They would have to airlift
1: him onto stage. <laughs> they would have to put my, yeah, they had to put it <laughs> sideways. Oh, to be geez. able to get through. There was no chance of getting a drum riser through. And I yeah. and it was like, oh well, no big deal. And All actually, fine. it was honestly for me because of my knee. I was worried about getting up and down off of that riser, and I even practiced once, and I was like, "Ugh, that didn't feel good because it's a big, it's like, you know, oh man, just probably think, three feet up, yeah, it's yeah. about three feet up. So like, you really have to kind of lean into it, and I didn't know which leg to lean onto because oh, they, yeah. so I was like nervous about that. So honestly, it made my life a lot easier. I was like, maybe I'm going to have to have Travis carry me up and off of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> <there was laughs> Stone Temple Man. Pilots, my, I was more, n- when people were like, are you nervous? In my head, I was like, no, I'm just nervous about the drum riser because I'm going to have to be quick. Yeah. Thank God they had a second riser. So they had one riser uh, and then the drum riser. Steps. 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 Because they had a spot for you to be a rock star and stand next to the drummer. Yeah, right. Uh, right. That was awesome because then it was just like walking up steps. But the problem that happened, that screwed up my knee right before I performed oh, with God. them is that Eric sits a lot lower than I sit on his drum throne, and I didn't think about that. So when I sat down, down and- I kept going when I thought my... You know, like when you'd step... Oh, to, yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's like, whoa! And then all of a sudden, like my knee can't <laughs> bend a certain far back. And all of a sudden, it's like, yee! And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> not, <laughs> oh, not enough dude. to hurt it, but enough to be like, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah it got your attention. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> but, man, it was fun because as we started our set, you know, it was a, a smattering of people. But... <laughs> All of a sudden, like halfway through our set, I was like, wow, this is way more respectable than I thought as far as- the filling number. up. People yeah. really people went people out of People were trying their to get in there. It was good. I saw a lot of Brody t-shirts. Oh, a, I ton. A, ton
0: a ton of those, them. The, was, it was obvious that there were people that, Tried to be first in line so yep. they could get in there to catch our set. I think because as name... the amphitheater filled up, you saw more and more Bruiser Brody T-shirts in the crowd, and I was like, ah man, that was cool. That's really cool.
1: And I think if I'm, uh, I think his name's Adam, and I'm sorry if I screw it up, uh, but he intentionally bought whatever like the Lucky Eagle VIP thing so that he had early entrance. And he, Smart I saw it on man. Facebook. And he's like, the reason why I did it. Was to make sure he could get in in time to e- see e- us play, which e- was e- super, oh, that's super flattering. So cool, yeah, yeah dude. Man. A lot of people went and bought our shirts. I too, I, I had a few people come up and like, "I got your shirt," "I got your shirt." I'm like, "Wow, oh, awesome!" God bless Kathy Cooper for making that happen. Yeah, she yeah, was a rock star as always. Yeah, um, and it was just cool, man. At one point, I looked down into the crowd because you could make eye contact with almost everyone in the pit at <laughs> one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I saw everybody from our radio station standing out there, and that yeah, doesn't that's happen. True, dude, man. There was
2: no way we were gonna miss that. that That's very
1: true. Actually, typically people are backstage milling about, either just hanging out, drinking, or doing work stuff or preparing. Everybody from our morning show, I saw them seeing BJ rock out. Truly, did bring so much joy to my heart. As much as I like to give BJ a hard time and vice versa, (laughs) that meant the world to me. I could see like he was singing along, like that was cool. I'm like, damn! And like then seeing all the men's room guys and seeing Thrill just kind of rocking out and having his moment. Seeing our bosses and Ryan Castle. And actually, at one point, then I looked down, and just saw the—I the, don't know—just the, the true size of the amphitheater.
0: Yeah, the seats and the, uh, the lawn, lawn are
1: starting to get—you
0: know—groups oh. of people as
1: well. Yeah, and you realize sort of where you are. Like I got a little teary eyed, and I'm like, "Don't cry, don't cry. You can't cry while you're rocking out. There's no crying in rock and roll. There is no crying in rock and roll unless you're in Panic at the Disco or something. (laughs) That's not rock. Then I quickly got over that, and it was cool.
2: (laughs) It was it was fun to see you guys. I mean, I've seen you uh, a couple of times at different venues, like Jazz Bones, Louis Mm -hmm. G's, and like the local venues. But seeing on that big stage. It was it was so cool and it sounded so good. Oh, well yeah. we locked out. Paul uh,
0: Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Hudson man from Guerrilla Audio. So Paul's the and guy hippie, that we hippie was our monitor engineer. He's
1: super talented. He was like, like Paul's dude, second. The, the whole White yeah. River crew that we dealt with, like I was nervous that we were gonna be treated like the little step you know, like the yeah. little redheaded stepchild. Mm-hmm. Everybody treated us like we were just mm-hmm. my, like slightly below Stone Double Pilots. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they treated us like gold, man. It was That's really cool. cool. But the best part was Paul, we hire Paul to do sound for us at most yeah. Bruiser Brody shows because he's a rock star yeah. and he's incredible. He does window pane as well. And then we found out, you know, we couldn't bring anyone because we're the opening, opening, opening band. Like yeah. you, you can't bring your lighting guy. You can't bring your sound guy. You get w- whatever. Window they pain give brought you. Paul when we played. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we well you did. guys <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we were did. told you get who you get. Yeah. And uh. then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, popping out of nowhere is Paul. He's like, hey guys, I'm doing sound for you. I'm like, Yay. had I not told you? Uh, maybe you did. Because I found out like four or five days earlier, he was like, hey, man,
0: sorry I couldn't make the Jazz Bones show. I'm like, oh, no worries, Paul. Totally not a problem. And he's like, yeah, as it turns out, I'm going to be mixing all the openers at uh, White River, though. So I'll see you maybe Saturday. Maybe you did. And I remember thinking. And I was like, no. I, they, they immediately, I was like, oh, we're going to sound good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys sounded so good. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: yeah. You, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better scenario. No, like, no, that's our all. sound guy. And just by chance, he's doing sound for us at Pain in the Grass. So it was perfect. Yeah. Everything about it was great. Everything that could go right went right. Oddly uh, enough. Uh, it was your, like the reverse perfect Murphy's day. law. Yeah, your uh, perfect
0: day. Yeah. It was cool. It was really cool,
1: man. Yeah. So thanks everyone. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> no doubt. That was cool. Thanks, man. everyone. So why don't we do uh some voicemails and text messages? Sure. And yeah, yeah. We haven't done one of those in a while.
3: Huh.
1: All right. We have a few that are probably like over a week old, so just like <laughs> how happens. Many, how you know? many months old? I don't know.
4: Hey guys, it's Justin Hannah. Say hi, Hannah. She's so excited for me to share her story. <laughs> this well, the were like, hey. I know, wait a second. She <laughs> now even, she won't
1: even say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Let her out of the basement. Come on, Justin. Story. But it
4: relates to Glenn. Uh oh. I, too, once had torsion testicles. Oh. It was absolutely one of the worst days of my life. Part of the neck club. I won't get into details how it happened. Let's just say I woke up the next morning and was extremely uncomfortable. I wasn't unhappy. Oh. Sorry. Hannah just shot me with a nerve gun in the penis. Um,
1: apparently they're anyways, having sex uh, what is going on in their house oh,
4: she's, she's nerfing his
0: penis dude but she's shooting his dong yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know who are we to question the fetishes of others yeah, right. love and marriage <laughs> go together like <laughs> nipple Nerf. clamps in a battery
3: nerves and nuts. woke up
4: the next morning from a night of fun with the lovely bride didn't say that she's not going to listen to this anyway but um <laughs> felt uncomfortable uh Drove to work at six o'clock that morning, uh, got to work, felt even more uncomfortable. Worked for about an hour and it got worse, and then I started puking and it was terrible. Oh. And it's just like when you vomit tugs on you. Nothing like, wow. felt too out of normal, you know. I mean, I don't typically check them every day all day long, but it was bad. And it got to the point where I was just like Oh, no. I I need to figure out what's going on. Unfortunately for me, Uh my mom worked at a urologist. Oh, no. For you guys that don't know, i call it... Sorry if you gotta edit that. Okay. But my mom works at <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I called my mom, told her what was going mom's on. A urologist? She put me on the phone with so. a doctor or one of the doctors. What's her number? <laughs> and I, I got was got this sore It's
1: one eight hundred Dong in Doctor.
4: Emergency. <laughs> so I immediately dropped jumped in the Miata, drove there this years ago. First Miata but, um, and I'm sitting in the office, they check me in and they start looking around and they tell me I have a torsion Man. and basically it's just all the tubes and veins and everything That's is right. twisted.
0: Ah. Like when you wind
4: up a swing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ah. And they've got to untwist them. That's right. My mother is a receptionist at this office and wants to sit in on the procedure.
0: No! How'd you hurt your ball, son? Go away, Mom!
4: I'm not lying. My own mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. <laughs> it hot. was...
2: Terrible. Well, it's, I <laughs> mean, it's a little more medical than that, <laughs> aroused. My <laughs> mother
4: watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. Is
0: there a you porn channel for that? <laughs> Probably. Please. Send
2: us the link. <laughs> Fetish for everything, oh, guys.
4: <laughs> Granted, he saved my nuts, and I'm really appreciative, <laughs> but it was still the most awkward thing in the world, and I'm not gonna lie, I'd still call mom
1: You'll call mom. Uh, oh, he hit the three minute limit. Oh, oh I, think, yeah. I think on Google Voice after three yeah. minutes they're just like, yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just the, so uh, nobody
2: fills up their uh, stuff with I, just nothing.
1: I'll, I'll keep it keep it super short. But yeah, testicular
0: torsion is all the po- <laughs> all the tubes and the piping and stuff that go down and connect to your your ball. <laughs> what I learned is that they work like gears. They rotate. Uh, 180 degrees either way but no further right I, yeah. I, we're, it's an audio show It's so they, they they work like two gears one rotates right one rotates left okay and only so far that's the way your your, your balls work tune in Tokyo well
1: learn something new testicular yeah, right. torsion
0: like when I almost ripped mine off in the tube of the motorcycle what uh-huh. it did was it stretched all those tubes and veins when it tried to pull my ball off
1: which is going to be the name of the of roadie record and now torsion. yeah
0: that's right Mm-mm-mm. now I've got what I call a rebellious ball so I have a ball that'll just wind up too far, and what rebellious. happens- It's a rebellious, yeah. <laughs> when it winds up too far, it cuts off all the blood flow and all the stuff that's supposed to get to the ball. Oh, and it feels like someone's digging in there with a dull spoon.
1: What the- oh,
0: that's what I mean. had had this my whole life. It would come and go.
1: Mm. The day, C-O-M-E. I, the,
0: right, yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, though, sometimes if you do, uh, ah, okay, if, if Jimmy cracks corn, um, it, it it untorses, it untorses. So I care, I don't so, care. Uh there was a day that it was really, and I was used to it. It would come and go. I wonder where my ball aches. I didn't know. This is the day I learned what a suture was. I will. I promise oh, to keep yeah. it short. Okay. I had never heard the term suture before. Uh-huh. I knew what stitches were. I'm loaded with them. I'm nothing but scar tissue and sinew. <laughs> right? Yeah. But. One day I was at work, and man, my ball hurt. I mean, it hurt so bad, as Justin described, I thought I was going to get physically ill. Because it feels like someone's digging in there with a spoon. Um, like one of those weird, rumpy-looking spoons from the first Matrix film. Like a bad spoon, and the they're, they're, they're digging in there. And I had a, a female boss, her name was Jamie henkin uh, yeah, what? yeah, Henkin hell of a guitar player. Let me see actually. your balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and it got so bad. Time to look at
2: the testicles. I went in and yeah. I was, I
0: was like, "Hey Jamie, listen, uh, I need to go to a doctor." And she's like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Well, my my left ball hurts." And before I could finish, she's like, "Just go, just go." Yeah, just I don't need, need to venkin see that. Uh, so it, lots of pain, lots of discomfort. It's the worst it's ever been. I get in there, the doctor, and he's like, oh, "You know, this is odd on a younger man." You know, and I'm like, what's odd? And he's like, well, you have testicular torsion. And he explained. You have the balls of a 90 year old man. Yeah, yeah, gravity pulls on them. But what I did was a preemptive and inadvertent stretching of my left ball. And that's why I have a rebellious ball, because I tried to rip it off on the gas tank of a motorcycle. And he explained that it's getting wound up like you'd wind up a kid in a swing and then it spins to cut them loose. And none of the blood and stuff gets to the ball. And that's why it hurts like the the black death. It's just terrible. And I said, "Okay, well, what do we do? And he said, well, we can do two things. What we can do is we can open up the scrotum and put in a suture. (laughs) 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 So, he says we can open up the scrotum and put in a suture. What? And I sat there and did like the slow cartoon blink. And then I said... Hard pass. What's a suture? Oh, (laughs) I would have been like, (laughs) open up. No, I'm good. I didn't know. Dude, uh, what's a suture? You know, is that like a pterodactyl? What the hell is that? What are you going (laughs) to put in my scrotum, man? And he said, it's like a stitch. And I said, okay, what's option two? <laughs> yeah, what's anything and What about else? crazy glue? Crazy I glue sounds like a good idea. I swear to God I'm not making this up. I will never forget it. I went, all right, what's option two? He said, option two is if your testicle starts to hurt, get down there and twist it. Mm? If it hurts more, you're going the wrong way. <laughs>
3: oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> and that's what I've been doing ever since. Maybe once every six week. Where uh, was this? What, what state was this doctor located in, sir? <laughs> oh, dude, uh, it was the walk-in clinic uh, right off of California <laughs> Avenue, probably a polyclinic right below the Safeway shopping plaza. Okay, uh, was it right West Virginia, there, California, and Alaska? Okay. Now, was, if, you,
1: if you see Glenn adjusting himself on stage, that's because he's just unraveling his ball. <laughs> yeah, just
0: gotta untwist my ball before oh, something bad happens. Jesus. You Don't want that thing turning blue.
1: My yeah,
4: mother. That, that's what the doctor get said. that's get fondled by another man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think next Bruiser Brody show we could we should open with that. That'll that'll play through the. PM. My
4: mother, watch me get my nuts fondled by another man.
3: We need a remix of just that
0: part.
4: My mother, and a, a
1: drop of Paris
0: me. Hilton going. That's hot. that's hot.
1: That's hot. Yes, that's so hot. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Here we go. Wait a Second, let's just do this. Bring this back. Baby snort. You know, I had said there was a, another chapter.
0: Wait, wait. wait.
3: Oh,
1: it's gonna work. Here we go. It's gonna be the remix.
4: My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man.
2: Oh, my God. I've never... That's you insane. You know, knock on, knock on for Micah or whatever this is right here. Knock on my nuts, but uh, I've never <laughs> had ball issues uh, as such. Careful with them.
0: You know, in the movies and the girls are sucking on them and all kinds of crazy just leave them be. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Just leave them be. Well, you let's don't not need risk to, it. Don't put ropes on them, clamps, toys.
2: You don't need to do Did any you of that. Put, uh, no, I'm not asking that question. I'm not. I don't want to know. <laughs> Too I late. don't want to know the answer. I'm not even looking at you in the eyes. My ice. mother. Watch that me right? get don't, my nuts by I don't man. even want to know any sort of tell well, there's on There's all that. kinds of leather straps.
0: There's all kinds of stuff you can do with them. My advice is this. Don't do don't. anything yeah, just with them. Not. And that goes for piercings, too. You don't need a pop rivet down there. No. 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 Nobody
2: no. needs wear, a hoop. Wear boxer. Wear know? boxer briefs. Don't wear tidy whities
0: I, I just want to say God did fine. You don't need to augment that thing. You don't need to pierce it. You don't need to tattoo. You don't need to oh, pop rivet in it. Man. You don't want to put leather straps or clips or harnesses on that thing. Woof. Just leave them be.
2: <laughs> leave them be. Leave your be. And girls, you, you can just ignore
0: get... them too, man. Like, you don't got to suck on them. Or, that's just in the movies. Just leave them be. Yeah.
1: No. Honestly, it's never been a situation where I'm like, this would be better if you did that. Right. Yeah. Just leave them be. It's, it, it, yeah. I think it's probably right up there with like the women's opinion of the the booby sex. Yeah, like I, that I don't. Like they, they always said, I don't. It does
0: nothing for us. Well, no, I'm thinking about that Sly Stone thing. Was like, yeah, caught all the boys and all that. Uh, I guess some guys are into it. For me, no. Those things are so damn like my unit. You can hit it with a ball peen hammer.
1: We're good to go. Like I question your. They're just... so delicate and so <laughs> fragile. Just leave them be. Well, and also just like they really accumulate most of like the stank like I, I, <laughs> and lint. Yeah, yeah and I, you plant. need to start a fire. I got you covered. I question like your 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 decision making processes as a lady if you go for that.
0: that have you ever that's had a, uh, a hit girl like a
1: speed bag? Have you ever had a, a girl tongue your?
2: Whoa! Well, no, you know what? I'm bleeping that. Are you bleeping that? I'm bleeping that. That one. was a lovely description. Let me get my nuts. Rosebud? Can man. I say Rosebud? You Bud? can just. You are weird now, man. You guys got no, all jazzed. It's nothing I'm you into. got all jazzed up because of the, rock stars. the Stone Temple Pilot stuff. You guys have just been going nuts about it for the last hour, <laughs> and now you're just getting into <laughs> weird sex things. I don't need that, Glenn. I, I'm just. It's nothing I'm into. Don't make that assumption. I don't. I don't need
0: a, a girl's tongue there. Okay. That said, yeah, I had it happen once, and, I, and
2: I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm not into that," but I was into that. Is exactly what I you just say, said. I didn't say no. I was like, "See, huh. yeah, you're into that." I wouldn't request it. Rule thirty-four. You know, <laughs> we got a text message. <laughs>
1: 253271 come with the cutaway dude steve and glenn you two were awesome at stp i wasn't there but I, but I saw it on the twitter machine oh, okay i'm sure it was better in person but nevertheless pretty awesome to see so happy for you two thank you very much i like this text though i'm always amazed by glenn's oratory abilities when coming to telling to sto- when, when it comes to telling stories he's got a great tongue after hearing papa Raj, i can see he was raised around great storytellers i really enjoyed his retelling of babysitting Oh, this guy has a, a guess on who he thinks the football player was for your Uber story. He says I enjoy his retelling of babysitting Philip Rivers at the strip club. <laughs> I'm guessing it was Philip based on the clues you left. Now, for those that aren't football fans, Philip Rivers, Rivers, it wasn't him. I agree with that. Sorry. He is the quarterback for the, the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. Is he still?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Rev's like, they haven't thrown him out yet? Maybe he is the guy. <laughs> he's, a,
1: he's a big, angry baby, man. And here's his reasons why he thinks it was oh, him. I, I can't I do love wait this. to hear this. He says, net worth under $50 million, or greater than $50. <laughs> he's married <laughs> with kids. He has eight kids.
0: Whoa! Oh my, stop breeding!
1: The Chargers played in town last weekend. Not as tall as the almighty Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) He must have been older because young players party together and this guy was alone and wanted to party with his Uber driver just to get away from his wife for a couple more hours. (laughs) Did I guess right? Nope, you're not even close. close. I would
0: love to tell you that you nailed it, but I'm sorry, brother. I, I swear to you on my soul, not just protecting my, let's call him client. That's not who it was. No, you're right. do promise to, you.
2: And don't try to hit me up, Caesar, because <laughs> not I'm not going to give it away either.
1: <laughs> just whenever Caesar hits you up, just name of Denver Bronco.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did have a
0: couple <laughs> uh, a couple close friends who are fans of the show hit me up, and mm-hmm. I told
2: them yeah. who it was. But it's your circle.
0: You know, like, hey, look. And they're, they, yeah. all of them it's were so not- cool. They're like, I swear to God, I'm not going <laughs> to tell anyone. But my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not
2: my story think. to tell. Yeah. So hit up Glenn and he'll deem whether right. or not you're worthy. We won't tell you if it was <laughs>
1: Russell Wilson or not. Oh, my oh, bad. Yeah. Just kidding. Not Russell Wilson. I should have that. I disperse, I person know I'm not the <laughs> How only. How come he
0: can say <laughs> Russell Wilson and I can't say balloon not?
1: Because you know why. <laughs> because I wasn't talking about ladies tonguing my Russell Wilson. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: That's got to get up on Urban Dictionary.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, Mitch oh, is in a great mood. He got a little Russell Wilson this morning before oh. his coffee. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. My yeah. wife is naughty. She my went right for Russell Wilson. <laughs> she went knuckle deep on my Russell Wilson. I got a Russell, but Russell but Wilson, Wilson in front of my mom. you know he's number three for a reason oh dear oh boy (laughs) alright I like this one this is based off of the Pearl Jam show I know I'm not the only MixCast listener here at Pearl Jam and hearing Ziggy's lyrics laughing my ass off great show just plow me yeah when he when Pearl Jam went into daughter I got a lot of Uh, tweets, text messages from people going, just plow me. (laughs) I was like, yep, I know exactly what you're thinking, and I'm thinking it too. No different when they went into Sonic Reducer. Beat Migs. I'm hearing the Beat Migs theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They crushed Sonic Reducer. They had the guys from Mud Honey and Kim Thale from uh, Soundgarden up there with them. that's so cool. It was cool. I hadn't even heard about that. I didn't even know that went down. Oh yeah, it was on, I think, night two when they did it, if I remember correctly. It's pretty awesome.
2: It's weird when you get those bands that that have been around for so long that have that know everybody, and then suddenly someone will just pop up. Yeah, it's
1: well, it's like, like a little treat. I thought it was funny because night one, all the only surprise guest they had, it was still awesome, was Brandi Carlisle, and they did a Brandi Carlisle song, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but night two, they busted out the Mud Honey guys, and then Kim Dale from Soundgarden. God, it's so cool. Yeah, it's a little, pretty cool, man. To play beat migs. Beat, man, it wouldn't that have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been rad.
0: Whoa, I'm like, what you're a loser. <laughs>
1: One of these days, I, if I ever have the balls, I'd love to play it for them. I just don't know how. I feel like Mike would get a chuckle out of it, and I think only Mike would get a chuckle. Out of it. <laughs> yeah, and it would be more yeah. of a polite chuckle. Well,
0: window went back in and finished yep. it up. Actually, I was pretty, pretty, uh, you guys proud crushed it. it. Our yeah. version of it was pretty rocky. Well, we had the. We, we cut the song. Might as well. So it was like, dude, what if I just went back in and cut the vocals? I remember
1: telling him like, dude, you'll be doing me as a windowpane fan and a fan of Sonic Reducer a giant disservice to myself if you don't cut it back to the lyrics. <laughs> and when you did it, I was like, oh, man, you guys g- gave it a great version and a great vocal take. It was awesome. Yeah, we
0: put mm-hmm. that out there as like a free fan download. I don't even know how many people even got their hands on it. I did. You know, oh, cool. All yeah, right. I thought it yeah, was I was still... getting it somewhere. Yeah.
1: Let's take out one more voicemail before we roll on out of here. Uh, Uh, Because i got to get to the knee doctor at some point. Is he going to give you a suture?
2: Yes, he is. He's going to twitch my balls? Yeah, he's going to tell you to open anything up. You should probably just say no.
1: Oh, do you have a rebellious ball as well? (laughs) He's going to give me the Russell Wilson. Yeah, stay away from the (laughs) balloon nut, guys. Here's another voicemail. Give me a little of the old uh, RW. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Damn delay on this phone. Yeah, right? Here we go.
4: I wanted to tell you about this friend of mine that she's an old friend, but every time she sees my boyfriend...
1: Glenn, how
0: does she sound? She sounds hot.
4: (laughs) She kisses him like right on the lips, and I see her do this with other people. She's kind of like the tippy shit, but I still don't think she should be kissing my boyfriend on the lips.
6: No, she kisses kisses me
4: on the lips too, which maybe makes it better, but it's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, like the only person I want to kiss on the lips uh, is my wife. My wife and Lulu. There are a few women I don't kiss the cat on the lips. I kiss the I kiss the cats on the top of the head.
0: Ask she should I ask totally her boyfriend if he, their balls,
2: man. if he does the that.
0: frozen Easter <laughs> Island head thing. There are a few women in my life that insist on kissing me on the lips. Yep. And they normally grab you by your head. And when they do that, my entire body goes stiff. So yeah. my, my body language is screaming ah. Let go of me. Yeah. And then they still pull you forward, even though your body is as stiff as a statue which is body language for please ah. don't do what you're about to do
2: yep I'm did. not a fan of it and
0: then they kiss you on the lips anyway there yep. are there are two women in specific I can think of that kiss me on the lips it like a European every time thing or they something me. like that neither of these girls are European
2: oh, but they <laughs> are hair uh, armpits
0: uh, <laughs> ah. um, so yeah she should ask her husband like if it's bothering her it's like honey do you go like stiff as a corpse when she does that and the husband's probably like god yeah it just I wish she wouldn't do it
1: I always twist my head I try and time because I have a couple people in my life that I, I know yeah you can I twist have your one head. family member on my side and there's a family member on my wife's side that also does it every time, and I I have to time it and move my head just at the right time Get because cheap. if I move it too early, she follows my lip. Ah. And, and it's not like she's trying to be creepy or weird. It's just she's it's an a older thing. woman. It's, a, it's what she do. Probably, yeah. It's probably just how she was brought up, and I know she kisses everyone on the lips in the family. I just don't like that. It's just weird to me, and I will never want to. I don't to. like it either. I, I remember at one time I was at a. This is back when I was single, uh, and I. It was weird. I remember I was at oh Eastlake Bar and Grill with a bunch of friends. Oh, it was yeah, like mutual yeah, friends with Thrill and his crew. And we were all together. And this one woman, she kept talking about, she's like, your lips are just so incredible. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks? Like, everyone's drunk. Her boyfriend goes gets a round of drinks for everyone. She's like, I just got to kiss him. Whoa. And just comes over and kisses my lips. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Her boyfriend comes back and she tells him, she's like, yeah, those lips are very, I, I just had to finally do it. And he laughs and thinks it's funny. And I'm like, I need Steve's to super weirded out by this whole scenario. I'm weirded
0: Dude, out. Man, can, is... I, can I watch you ever? <laughs> right? I mix like, right? Uh, I'm going to go home
1: now, I man. I crushed that beer and left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did. I yeah. pounded that beer and you said, got I got to go. Out.
1: I got to go. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to be rude, Threshold but I got to get up early tomorrow. And it was like a Saturday afternoon.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> it I, got, like, I got, at I got. And it was like six o'clock. I got to return the go. videotapes.
1: it was probably four in the afternoon. And I go, I got to get up early tomorrow. I'm out like i can't do this the, yeah. the drunker she gets the more she's gonna want to kiss yeah, me she's gonna get handsy and then you
2: just don't know where you're going with that
1: and i thought when she came back and told him i thought i'm about to die and he like, dude hey man dude look i yeah yeah, yeah. man god, oh
2: that's just her god gave
1: me these luscious lips i can't help it <laughs> oh it was weird bro oh my god super weird yeah oh boy so uh, why don't we jump into the Alice in Chains interview um, and uh, give people a, a, a glimpse behind how awesome Alice in Chains are. I didn't, yeah. I, a quick story about Alice in Chains before I even get to it. So I go to that secret show, quote unquote secret. It was really cool. My wife and I got secret. to go. And it was phenomenal. Eight songs. They started with um, Check My Brain from Black kids Way to Blue. Oh, I love that song. Then went into Hollow from uh, The Devil's Put Dinosaurs here. So two great songs. Then went into four of the new songs off of Rainier Fog. All sounded phenomenal. Indeed. Then I thought, we're done. Because I I was told there was going to be six songs real quick. They're gonna And we're going to have video of it, I think, on KSW.com. Oh, killer. Right. So it was really awesome to see them at the Crocodile. And then they just did, then they busted it, and you just hear that opening drum riff, I guess you could call it for no excuses. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just such a great drum line. Oh, it's like a drum hook. And as soon as you hear that, yep, you know, know it's, it's yeah, almost yeah, like the, yeah, when yeah. the levee breaks. As soon as you hear those drums, mm-hmm. you know what song it is. And I don't know how Kenny nails it every single time. Like, it's perfect every time. And so he, they do that, and I'm like, great. I mean, you can't ask for anything better. And then they end and then, with Wood nice and I was just like oh "Oh." Uh, so it was awesome then of course they throw out all these picks and I'm like I'm not a super big pick collector but I'm like it'd be kind of cool to have a pick from this show yeah so I'm looking around all of a sudden right in front of my feet lands uh, a pick and I'm like ooh pick so I start reaching down the guy in front of me just stomps his foot on it whoa Damn. and I'm like I look up I'm like well that was aggressive and he's like oh man I just really want the pick I I saw the pick I'm like, yeah, I saw it too. That's why my hand was like inches from your foot yeah. that just stomped on. Me. He goes, it just kind of gives me like, oh well. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm with my wife. I'm not gonna get into a fight. <laughs> no confrontation, Steve. No, I back right. off because we
2: oh, were we oh, were good call. We man. were having
1: like a we were in a funk from other stuff I won't get into. But I was like, I'm not gonna make this weird for my wife. We had a great night. Cool man, enjoy the pick, D- <laughs> douchebag. Right. So I was just like, whatever. Not gonna deal with it. Well, one of our coworkers who's drunk, she's right by us. Like we had a whole crew of our coworkers, right? She's drunk and just goes off on the guy. Oh, I thought were, like I, body check. I don't want to be that guy, but nice. Yeah. Right. Oh, hey. tell me what happened next. So then, <laughs> I'm about to leave, and I'm turning around. And I just feel you know, tap, tap, tap on my shoulder, and the guy's got the pig. Goes here, man. I'm sorry. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, she browbeat him. She leveled. Him. <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, at first I was like, nah, man. And I'm like, no. I'm like, thank you. Take the pick Damn and he goes, straight. and he's like, "I'm real sorry, man. That was that was out of line, and I'm just I'm just really glad I didn't step on your foot." And I looked at him, and I just go, "Yeah, I'm glad for your sake that you didn't step on my foot either, because I was pissed, you know. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Like, that was a douche move, yeah, and, it was. If, and if you stepped on my foot and hurt my foot, I would have killed you. Yeah, like I was like, I have a big show to play in the next day. Like I don't need a broken finger, and he like stomped on it. So we walk away, and my wife and I are laughing about it. I'm Like that was awesome about how my coworker, I barely even know her. Up and uh, honestly." I never talked to her before that night. Really? Like, she's just on the other end of the hall. Like, I've high buys kind of thing. Mm -hmm. We were best friends by the end of that night, and then she clearly went to my defense. It was awesome. (laughs) She she had a knife to that guy's voice. Here's (laughs) here's the best part. (laughs) I put it in. It it was William Duvall's pick, which made me extra geeked out, because I love William Duvall. I'm like, oh, cool. It's got a W and a D and a line. I put it in my back pocket. Well, I wear the same jeans the next day for um, Painting the Grass, right? Mm -hmm. And after we performed... My my, I sweat when I play, so I had an extra pair of underwear and extra pair of socks. So I go into our little dressing room that we eventually get kicked out of because we weren't fancy enough, and you know the cult people are like, "Everyone needs to leave." So I, I go in there and change, and I must have the pick must have fell out of my back no! pocket as I changed the pants because later on I, ch- I go into we my back pocket pick. and the pick is gone. <laughs> the funniest thing, too, because when I was in the
0: dressing room that day, I found this William Duvall guitar pick.
2: You're just like, oh, that's and interesting. And I was like,
0: sweet. And I took it home, and it's part of my pick collection.
1: Yoink. It would be better if you put it on eBay, some guy who has large <laughs> no, feet no, no. bought it. Dude,
0: no. Later that night, I bumped into William. I was like, bro, you dropped this. And he was all like, thanks, man.
3: <laughs> it's, my, it's my only pick. Yeah, yeah. I've
0: only been one looking one for that is, everywhere, man. I dropped These it two yesterday. guys almost got in a fight in it. And then this girl put a knife to this guy's crotch. Man, thanks. I'm like, <laughs> No worries, bro. I thought
1: I was gonna have to play paint the Grants without a pick.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> when I lose him, Jerry makes me use my fingers like Jeff Beck. Oh. And I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not good and at it. And then there was a moment where we were side stage before Alice and I saw all of the bags of pics, like, you know, they have a giant like, You should big, just you grab
2: know, a grocery I'll take one of these
1: It's
0: like a, a, a big, like, you know, 11 by 17 picture frame with like 700 pics in
1: it. Collect them all. <laughs> oh, I just thought that was hilarious because even my wife and I were joking about it. I'm like, honestly the, I'm, I was bound, like, I, before this, I said, I'm probably going to lose this pic anyway. It's more of the principle yeah. of uh, this guy uh-huh. was such a douche about it and then I had to tell my wife the next day, I'm like, baby, you won't believe this. Remember, I, I said, I'm probably going to lose that picture. like, yeah, I yeah, like, lost it. I yeah. lost the pick. <laughs> <laughs> All because I had to take my pants off. Yep. So, well, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's
0: funny. I I actually, it just started kind of like, oh, well, neat. And then that turned into more. But I actually had a hell of a guitar pick collection mm-hmm. going. Like, some cool, I had a Cantrell one. I had a bunch of, like, whoa, man. Um, and there was a fan that hit up window pane that was like, would you please send me one of the picks you guys used on this tour, blah, 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 blah. Oh, cool. I took my whole pick collection and mailed it to him. Really? Wow. Just here, man. And he got it, and he was like, dude. And it, wow. was, it was everything. And some of them were real hard to find ones, too, yeah. like this limited edition Jimi Hendrix pick that Dunlop put out for a tenth of a second. That's cool. And just all this random, you know, all these great, and I was just like, you know, they're sitting in a coffee cup.
1: Exactly. Oh, and yeah, I sent yeah, him yeah. to a fan,
0: dude. And he was, he got him. He was like, dude, I just wanted yours. I'm like, eh. I thought this would be kind of a yeah a here man how, yeah.
1: dude that's a testament how cool yeah of the guy when you, are. you
0: when you were talking about that's that awesome. I was Aww. like ah that reminds me of you know Bandmates. which yeah. is why I grabbed Willie's pick and I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> well
1: it's funny because like, I, I I have I made it into a necklace I'm wearing I have right a Metallica <laughs> pick not that the band gave me but from that time I did the stage announcement the manager of the mm-hmm. band after he said all this nice stuff about my stage announcement gave me the pick. And I'm like, I'm going to keep this pick. I'm going to do all this special stuff. It's still in my car, in my glove compartment box, just right. kind of like somewhere lost in the shuffle. Now, yeah. you know, it's But now it's probably like a good luck picker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's even like after we did the SDP uh, performance, uh, we even talked about it on the air. I was like, we had the dilemma. Do I use one of Eric's drumsticks and oh. do I keep the drumsticks? Yeah. Like, like yeah. what do I do? Yeah. What did you do? So before we performed, I looked on his setup. And he had, like, he has, like, drumstick holders on his hi-hat stand, similar to what I have, but his only hold one stick, and he has two of them. So he really only had two sticks on there.
0: You should have just hidden all his stuff. (laughs) He got like, oh no.
2: <laughs> it's like, it's like he gets off of the riser. He comes up to the mic. Migs, He's like, where, are my Migs where are my sticks? Give everyone in the crowd have a stick. Migs back to the stage. Please bring the sticks back to the stage.
1: And I notice Migs his-
0: runs off with his kick drum pedal. <laughs> I got Kretz's pedal,
1: man. I got Kretz's pedal. He, run into my car and I just take off. <laughs> I take a snare drum. Where'd keep- yeah! Steve <laughs> You got another one. Suck it. <laughs> ah! Well, I I look them at them and they're also like a lot. They, they seemed a little bit thicker than the sticks that I use. And he also wraps them with like a grip tape. Like so, like I was like, I'm not gonna want to play on those sticks yeah. because it's just different.
2: Not you. Yeah. So
1: I made it a point to carry my sticks with me. But then after I was done, I'm like, I put tape around those sticks. I'm like, I'm never gonna use these sticks again. I play. But then I thought about, I'm like, sticks are like ten bucks a pair. I'm going to use these sticks again. They're brand new. Like, I'm not that guy. What am I going to do is frame these sticks? What, what weird thing? I'm framing the sticks that I use that I own. Frugal Steve shines through at the end of that one. Like
3: These
0: are the sticks that called Glenn and asked if he was going to Guitar Center. He said that he was. He got me the sticks, and I played with STP.
1: One song. Yeah.
0: What, what am I going to do with this? No, I'm going to use these sticks again. Dude, I remember Tony and I were at some show. It was a 10 miles wide show. And Will had split his hand, and his drumstick was, like, covered in blood. Whoa. And Tawny was like, oh, can I have that stick? And Will's like, sure. And her her and I at the time were pretty bloused. We were both hammered. Right. And so we had this bloody drumstick, which we thought was great at the time. Mm -hmm. So the next day, you know, we're both kind of like, that was a series of bad decisions, you know. You stagger out into the kitchen, and there's your wallet and your car keys, and there's this blood-soaked brown drum, you know, it's like... (laughs) Honey, yeah. Oh boy, what do you want to do with this? And she's like, <laughs> Oh God, I, I hadn't really thought of that. I'm like, Yeah.
3: it <laughs> <throw this> <laughs> Yeah, we did.
0: we did. It was one of those. I love Will, but what exactly is our design for yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, this you know, is she's a biohazard. Like, yeah, I don't really want it on the wall. It's sort of
1: gross. I'm like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. What do you? What do you? Maybe just okay. <laughs>
1: Modern art. Well, I remember when I caught a drumstick Sorry, from Will. from uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Danny Carey from Tool. And I was like, okay, I've caught a couple things from him—a Gatorade bottle, and then one time, the clap,
2: yeah, and a <laughs> clap.
1: So I caught the stick, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And I even like fought people off for it. Like, I had to like really hold on to that thing for dear life. I mean, I had, I had the stick, and some other people tried to grab it. I'm like, Roar! but then on the next day, I'm like, I'm not gonna frame this. I'm not gonna put this up anywhere. I don't really. Ha- it's gonna go into a dresser drawer. I love tool, but I'm not like one of those guys that really believe, like, cares about that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool if you do. And so I was like, remember Forrest used to work with us. Production. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was an obsessive tool fan. Obsessive. To so when he was leaving our company to go to like Atlanta or something like that, I was like, mm-hmm. hey, man, I got a going away gift for you because you've done so oh, many cool things for us. Oh, see. And he's like, well, what is it? I'm like, this drumstick. He's like, Cool. I'm like, it's Danny carries from Tools. He's like, what? That's <laughs> so rad. And that made it worth it. Yeah, yeah. man. It's like, it's like you well, know. Well,
0: different people collect different things, man. Like, some right. people make these amazing framed, they, they do that. Actually, I've got a Pearl Jam 45 framed with some guitar picks in it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... It, Dude, that's rad. That's yeah, rad so I that wa- you gave
1: that I to wanted it to go into the hands of someone that's actually going to do something other than put it in a dresser drawer and probably forget that I even own it.
0: Right. Yeah, right. So,
1: was, that's why it's cool that you did that for that guy with all the all the pics cuz I I'm the same way. It's like, "Well, here, well, man. What am I doing with this? If it's yeah. not going to be put on display, then why why do I have it?"
0: Exactly. This? And someone else might, you know, mm-hmm. like like you did for him, like mind-blown. Like, "You're kidding me." Yeah. No, bro. Here. So if yeah. anyone
1: could get their hands on the members of Pearl Jam's hands to write a signature to sign my <laughs> Seattle poster, that yeah. would mean a lot to me. That would mean so much. I'm not even asking for you to provide the poster. I have the poster. You just have to provide the <laughs> bodies to sign it. Yeah, the way you put it, it was like, so you want me to go lop their hands <laughs> yes. off?
2: Yeah, I mean. That's fine. But you then want after me
0: to that, a box full of hands like Glenn then then didn't after read then, the instructions.
2: Like, he's just like, provide the bodies. And now I'm like, now this is getting a lot darker. <laughs> okay, just
1: the hands.
2: Okay. And you, you know? have to master
1: the ability to do their signature with their hands. So okay. if you could do that, yeah,
2: this is start of a I'm all
1: about there. it. Yeah. Probably not. We'd rather keep Pearl Jam with their hands attached to their arms, right?
0: <laughs> Just imagine imagine your wife seeing Lulu run across the living room. With a hand with a severed human hand. What's that? Oh don't worry about it. It's, it's Steven it's Pearl Jam has a song called Severed Hand. <laughs> oh baby, that's not real. It looked really real. You know? <laughs> and look those, as you're trying to take it away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your new favorite toy, babe. Oh All right. oh. Let's jump into so this Allison in Chains interview. Uh, this happened uh, last week, where they popped into the studio. They was fresh off of their throwing out the first pitch at the Mariners game. So right when we get into this interview, you're gonna hear them talking about their first pitch experience, and just it, it, it's exactly what you expect from an Allison in Chains interview. If you know those guys, I tried to go into it because I was gonna be playing all the songs off the new record. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna kind of approach it that way with notes, and we're gonna like lead into every song. Quickly into it, I realized these guys are not those kind of guys. They're fun-loving dudes that just like to kind of have very off-kilter, random interviews. So I'm just going to forget that I have notes and just have fun with those guys. And it's cool because I got a, a message uh, on the text line, and I, I saved it because I'm an, I am need these moments of, <laughs> of, of, of positive affirmation. But I thought it was really cool. <laughs> this guy said, Steve, you're the best interviewer The Rock has. The Migs cast, Migs versus the world of wrestling, and the Megacast are proof. And I just wrote him back. I'm like, dude, that's too kind. You don't have to say that, but I really appreciate it. And then he goes, I've been following your career subconsciously now actively since uh, the end. Your skills behind the mic set Seattle apart uh, whatever time you're on. I went to the CPW show, the one where I blew my knee out. Oh, yeah. Uh, only because you convinced me that it'd be worth seeing through Migs versus the world of wrestling. Three years ago, I would have changed the channel when you brought up the WWE, but your talent making it accessible has made me, my opinion changed. I'm ah. sure many people's opinion on wrestling keep doing this, Scott and Marysville. So, Scott, ah, super I wanted cool. to share that because I know that you listen to the podcast and that meant the world to me so much so that I saved it and emailed it to my and I look at it every day when I first wake up in the morning it's to feel good about life. Okay. I don't do that, but I thought it was really nice. And I just want to say Actually, thank you.
0: He dropped his print out of it and I found it and I took it home. Yeah, it's framed yeah, in my yeah, bedroom. Yeah. I tried stepping on it,
1: but Glenn's hands were too fast. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, dude. I, I made a prison shank out of a drink stirrer and I got that. Went right through the balloon nut. That's <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> the and <then> rosebud. He, <laughs> and then he gave me the Russell Wilson and I haven't been able to walk straight since. That let's, is awesome, though, Steve. That's yeah, cute. thank you. Thank you so much, Scott. And uh, let's jump into it. My chat with the guys in Alice and Chains. Here on the Mixcast. Austin. <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> you see what they it, did
6: to
5: right? me last? You no. see, what, see what they did to me last night? They put like out of all four all four band members. They get Will, Sean, and Mike. They got their last names like you're supposed to have on a jersey. They put Jerry on mine, <laughs> like real Jerry. <laughs> that little piece of paper on my chest. I go on bus number five. See my baseball. <laughs> We have this brought <laughs> I brought my man. I brought <laughs> my
6: man. But we have this thing like
7: every, every uh, like when we did the Seahawks thing, because it's Duval, Inez, Cantrell, Kinney. It spells yeah. out dick. So we put the jerseys on. We all stood in the line. And then they yeah. shoot the picture and then this
6: little secret joke yeah, that we have. because we're so mature. <laughs>
7: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but but it screwed us up last night. We couldn't because he got the Jamie. Yeah.
6: The Jerry do it all yeah. I like when we're in, in, any term in Asia, too. It's like, <laughs> he's like, jelly.
5: Jelly. Rain. Jelly. My name's rain. just a noise. Rain, jelly, no saying? That's, that's, what, that's what always freaked me out about it. It's like rain, jelly. Okay, so if you actually tried to say rain and jelly, it would come out Jerry and Lane. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I the sounds did the sounds uh, like opposite for I'm him. just a noise. <laughs> if you said <laughs> rain, it would come out Lane.
1: Cool. Did you guys have a me- uh, meaning behind the numbers for the jerseys or...
5: Yeah, I picked sixty-six because that's when we're we we're, we're actually all three of us are sixty-six. I'm uh, not.
8: Don't. You're not. You went thirteen. I went thirteen because it's my son's number on his soccer team.
7: I went fourteen because it was my uh, go-kart number when I was five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True story. No
6: I went it's seven because it's my that's luggage on my tag on my touring luggage that somebody just handed to me. Seriously.
5: So if you want to steal Sean's luggage, that's That's the number. Steal bag seven. That's mine. Bag uh, sevens are mine. There's some fancy
6: stuff in that bag. All the good stuff in bag number seven, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just butt beads (laughs) and... Body parts. (laughs) Body parts, butt beads, and (laughs) all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Can
1: you see that TSA card?
6: But in
8: there. no weapons, though, because that's not allowed. No weapons.
5: I'm not a violent those. man. I got one allowed. of those. Check yeah. this out. Like, uh, this is the weirdest thing. Like, uh, like you know, we were going to do this, right? So I went through uh, through the ball with my buddy Randy Wolf. He's a pitcher, right? So I'm like, dude, you got to give me some tips. I haven't thrown a ball in like 20 years, you know? Like, it's like no problem. So he comes over. He gives me a ball to take with me, a hard ball. I put it in my mitt, put it in my bag. When I opened it up and got it home, I got one of those tickets in there. They stole my ball. Nice. No, my, they stole my baseball. Nice. Like, I got like a little, like a TSA thing there. They didn't say that they took it, but right. the thing was there and the ball was <laughs> yeah, gone. That's great. <laughs> it was in my glove. The glove's still there and yeah. I got a TSA thing and they stole yeah. my baseball. Stole my baseball, man. Wow. That's like, really, ridiculous. you don't know what's a baseball? <laughs> I'm going to leave you a little yeah. calling you card there. You, you can't x-ray a baseball leave you a little see little that it's calling a
7: baseball. Card. <laughs> like, what's wow? it in <laughs> but on your carry-on luggage, they did let you through with that uh, bowling ball with the candle in it. Yeah, that's that all right.
6: You know, that's and when I had all those candles with the alarm clock. Yeah, they let me through with that. Yeah, the that baseball though they didn't like it. Yeah, just a bundle of candles and an alarm clock. I mean, yeah, what's the big deal? Did when I say bomb? I didn't say Bill bomb. Bill Hicks joke about it. It's a hairdryer with the scope on it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I didn't say bomb. You said bomb. Who said? But you said bomb. I didn't say. What? What? What's with the handcuffs? Why so tight? this could be the weirdest this way the one, for
1: is us to go into the record and play the record and over the course of this interview i love it um uh, just one thing I did off want to the rails rainier fog is here in washington and seattle we have no problem saying rainier but i've been hearing other people outside oh, yeah. of washington oh it's awesome Rich Ison yeah. had yeah. a tough time saying yeah it. did you guys Ra- realize he, that
5: Rainier. yeah he was saying rainier fog yeah it's rainier fog yeah okay uh it's, <laughs> and then uh you know with steve jones i went and did his show mm-hmm. Rainier dog Rainier dog. <laughs> Cairo. Dog. Cairo on their website. Dog. Rainier frog. <laughs> yeah, they did too. They did too. It, it seems awesome. like such a yeah. simple album yeah. title. Yeah. Come on, people. Keep hey, up. you know what? It's our job to in- reintroduce Seattle back to the rest of the world right. again. So there you well, go. Rainier is only used
6: here. <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. a word that, decided, that describes one thing in Washington. So yeah. it's not used anywhere else on the planet. So they're going to be shanking that word yeah. globally
7: until it blows, then everybody's going to know about
1: it. Yeah, I know. My dad tries to make it into a French word because mm. we grew up on the East Coast. Renier. So Renier. like, you're trying too hard, I you know. like how that sounds, though. That's good. Yeah, so that makes it even worse. That's good. Renier fog. Renier. Renier fog. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Renier. Like,
8: like a
7: that. mustard or
1: something. Yeah.
8: That's my favorite what? so far.
1: And not only is it, uh, the album named that and obviously a nod to Seattle, but also you guys recorded it here and that's the first yeah, time since yeah. the third record. So yeah. that must've been and uh, first time for you to record in Seattle. Correct. Huh?
8: That's right. Yeah. What was that experience like for you? It was really, really cool, man. Cause you know, obviously we've done a lot of concerts here over the years, but this was different. You know, this was a chance to live here for three months in the summertime last year, most beautiful time of year, you know, especially when there's not wildfires blacking everything out. Yeah. So it was awesome, man. Living downtown, working downtown, you know, walking to work every day, um, you know, encountering the folks you encounter along the way, people yelling support and all that stuff. And one time, I was even crossing the street, and a cop yells at me, and I'm like, I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and but he but he comes running up, he's like, William, I, I, I saw you at the gorge, you know, a couple of years ago, and it was it was amazing. What are you doing in town? Are you working? You know, I was like, wow, I'm having this kind of encounter with a policeman mm-hmm. in the middle of the street. That's one for the books, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna yeah. take that. Yeah. And, and that's better than a
5: <laughs> LA experience. I was gonna say men. I've had Didn't that too. Yeah. And that's not uh, <laughs> that's not as good. You know, We're so, more proud to be a
1: member of Allison's. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was it yeah. was
8: it was really awesome, man, and yeah. and, and, and and perhaps a uh, you know a little bit of a indicator of, of uh, what
1: this town is about. You know, and they, so they still cool. live
7: together by the way in a appliance shop on Sundays. <laughs>
1: Sean, so, did you feel any pressure to be a tour guide for William while you guys were here for that long? No,
6: no <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 No, no, they've been here enough man, and they were yeah. they were you know They just got a they were just living downtown mm-hmm. And so they just were a couple blocks from the studio and they were just kind of tripping around uh, you went out and did a marsh- whale watching. You took the marsh out on a whale yeah. watching whale trip. watching
8: with my son and my mother It was yeah. it was really cool did they, they do came the out underground thing didn't do the underground yeah. thing this time, but we did you know lots of things. Hit the needle, coolest. Yeah, hit the needle for sure. Hit the needle. Did the mo uh, the mopop or, or uh, I think they're calling it mopop now, right? Oh, the yeah. experience yeah. museum and uh, yeah, but the whale watching was awesome because we you know you get on that boat. We had to we had to go all the way into Canada to actually. Uh, you know, catch some whale sightings, but it was so worth it, man. When, when they come out of the water, it was like, my, my boy was just yes. like, my boy was like, Whoa, man. Cause you, they were so close, you know, there was this one that's like the mother of all the whales supposedly, or, or she was one of the, one of the ones they know by name and one of the ones that the guides will name check. And she came out of the water and she was so close that you could feel her breath. It was like that. It was amazing, really amazing.
1: Can't do that everywhere. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah. Not at all. That's awesome. Yeah. With the album release you I've uh, done something with the Mariners where you got a pre listening party. I remember when Black gives way to blue, you guys did it at that laser terrium. Yeah. That's something right. fun for you guys to kinda of yeah. come up with like different and weird ways to let people hear your record.
5: Totally. Yeah. Well that was stuff we did when we were a kid, memory of you know, going to laseria, man, to see Pink Floyd or yeah. whatever, like take the trip up. So mm-hmm. you know, it was kinda of fun to do stuff like that, you know, make make it so, make it a little interesting, some stuff from the from like our past. You know, you actually get to do it yourself, the stuff you did when you were a kid. That was awesome to me, the laserium thing. We did one at the aquarium, right? We did. Yeah, uh, facelift. Yeah. We did it at the aquarium yeah, at the in aquarium. And the fish gnome,
6: <laughs> and, then, and then when we got there, they were like, okay, we can't really play the music very loud. So it was, it was all really quiet. Scare the <laughs> fish. Because cause it disturbs the fish. It was the dumbest <laughs> Thing ever, no we're like, we're like, oh that. no, nobody told us we were all in. We're, we're like coming I, rolling we in. We got we're a dB like, limit. <laughs>
5: we're just all partied <laughs> up, like Woo! So for his album release, and it's like, I think, sh- if I, remember, I think if I remember correctly too, Sean. <laughs> I think the the the, the quiet speakers that we did have were out of phase that didn't even work properly oh, great. So like no that side. was that was at the Lazarian Oh, that was out of that. Way to blue you're right we you're did right. laserium yeah. for dirt
6: too <laughs> one okay. side didn't even yeah work. we did a laserium for <laughs> dirt and then the, the sound system when was crappy for that one for some reason they screwed up at the sound system at That's black right. blue. we were like well, this sounds like crap they had the speakers out of phase but we did it for dirt but we were on tour somewhere and i remember like we red-eyed it back to Seattle, just to show up, hey. <laughs> you know, just kind of, I remember just kind of a hazy part of it, and then taken right off, it was like, you know, roll through yep. there, have a couple beers, and then get back on a plane and leave, and so I think we wanted to kind of do that again, and then unfortunately the sound system was crap, but. Good
7: to go back to the aquarium for the reindeer cod record. Yeah, <laughs> Rainier, <laughs> reindeer cod. That's <laughs> a pretty good, pretty great
5: relate, release week here too. You know, getting to do the thing with the Mariners. I mean, playing the Space Needle, getting to play Sean's Club, the Crocodile. It's just a historic club. Absolutely. I mean, just being around here for for the whole week. Yeah, we get
7: uh, to end the week with our buddies. That's and right. And it's all, it's great. And, the and Bush at yeah. White River. Awesome,
5: awesome way to kick it off.
8: Totally. And you know? any any new creative way that that. Uh, you can interact with the fans, and that they can interact with the music, you know,
1: always all for that, you know. And you mentioned Sean's Club, and with the Crocodile, yeah. and you're having that pop-up museum, uh, I yeah. wanted to share something with you guys, because uh, I just read that it's 28 years ago, that Facelift came out this week. That's right. Which is uh, just like, whoa, that's crazy, and I, I I, keep this good luck charm in my car, and I have it with me, because I thought you guys get a kick out of this, but... I remember oh, wow. buying oh. the
5: debut record, oh, yeah. and
1: that this was the promo item that oh, was attached yeah. to the CD. Yeah, and Did you wow.
5: say? Do you say? D said it was today, Sean. Yeah, I, I think, think my sister Wednesday, said it was. T- yeah. It was today yeah. or yeah. Tom- yeah.
6: or yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. No, it was today. Like Wayne, Lane's yeah. birthday was the twenty second. Okay. and I think she said yeah. it was today that twenty eight years ago that came out. My yeah. sister just hit me to that. I'm like, whoa, man, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that was cool. You got that VHS tape only for that for a short window if you bought the. I
5: remember <laughs> seeing and that reason, in the stores, man. The reason they put that out is. Einer and those guys they were really behind us yeah, man were we really weren't selling were. jack right <laughs> we, we sold about
6: 40,000
5: albums <laughs> yeah, at that s- time yeah and We Die Young was a single and so they repackaged it with that you know and, and gave that out and, and, and they did a bunch of other things that kind of that kind of I remember
1: having the cassette yeah and buying dude. the CD because yeah. I was like oh I need that VHS cause, right? You
5: know, I remember what seeing that. I remember there were, there, seeing that there, in the. There's stores, also bad man. audio on that too. The the, the, That's record, mono. the recording's mono because the wow. thing was messed up. Pearl, Pearl Jam, right? <laughs> right. We had we,
6: on that show, yeah. which nobody you know may not know unless you lived here. Yeah. We had Temple the Dog. It was the only time they really played. That's right. We had them play, and then they they played, and then before that, it was still Mookie Blade. It was the second time Ed played with. Before there was Pearl Jam and right. Smokey Blaylock, they both we had them play. Somehow we were, their audio
5: was in stereo, but ours, yeah, and, we, and we were and we, and we paid to record everybody. We paid to record everybody, but ours was in mono. Yeah, yeah
6: and we pay, and we <laughs> and we paid for the whole thing. Yeah, and we and we paid for the whole thing, and then we gave them. I'm
8: sorry, we ran, <laughs> we ran out of stereo. We ran out of stereo. They you used out get up no all stereo. stereo. No, we got
6: no stereo, and we paid We've for the whole. Out. We paid for the whole thing, yeah. and then we gave the the temple all the temple cats and and the. Mookie, you know, what ended up being Pearl Jam. We gave them all this stuff, and was like, "Hey, totally, you know, one for all, all for one." Theirs ended up being in stereo. Ours came out on this thing, and it was in mono. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's,
6: right.
5: that's cool. Great. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Those other
7: recordings, are they out, or they get released, or they're just I don't know. In they the We they
5: actually, are... we actually did some searching trying to find a better to tr- to try to redo it. No, but no, we, but the Temple could... and the Mookie. oh, is I'm that... just oh saying, they have. Them. I'm just saying, with oh, this, we like we're trying to, to make it better because it is mono and it was screwed up but it's kind of a funny fact yeah. well, i remember when i was
1: a kid, i was like getting ready to move out and i remember seeing this and that made i was already planning on moving to seattle at some point and then i remember damon stewart who's now been a friend of mine yeah. but at the time uh, damon Damon's i always back. loved in the beginning He introduces you guys saying he's from ksw and I'm like one day i'm gonna check out ksw that's gonna be pretty cool and it's just like cool. this weird full circle and it's yeah. just i've kept this in my car the whole time almost like it's a good luck charm when i made oh that's cool dude so that's it's awesome. kind of been there at all times and and then i thought about it, I was like it's still in my car, so I ran downstairs today right beforehand. I was just like, "It's just like this something that always sticks with me as oh, being that's awesome, dude. a memory about wanting to come to Seattle, wanting to work in radio, yeah. and then went, I mean, meeting Damon Stewart was just like on the same level as meeting you guys because it's like, holy crap, man! I've heard sure. your voice a million times because I yep. watched this video so much.
6: Yeah, that's all the pre the grunge, right? You know, that's like mm-hmm. before there was oh, this Seattle was the grunge and all that.
1: The grunge. Yes. Yeah, you know, all that ha- had happened.
6: Then you know that was like special times. I, I would. You know, we'd all, everybody'd go out every night, there were bands playing, that's what you did. You just went from club to club and you saw it and supported each other's bands. You saw it, you know, that was a big part of the culture and you could feel like this was going on here. Yeah. And it was going on in other towns, but it's all it's what we really had and people really supported it. And then uh, as we were traveling around on the facelift and early, we'd go to places, and, you know, in other countries and there was a little sect of people that would be like, oh, the Seattle sound, you know, and they'd know little sub pop stuff and a few things. But there was, you could see, like, there was this little, you know, underswell of that. And then by the time we'd finished up with that and we're making dirt, you know, by then, you know, we had the pre-advances of of, of Nevermind and, and 10. And we were, I remember we were listening to it on the buses, you know, while we were still turned, you know, months before that stuff was to come out we're like this stuff's great you know because you just really like your friend's bands you're like these are great but you n- never could have thought it would have turned into what it turned into you sure. know and then, and then for those guys getting caught in that wash you know and it actually you know Ed's on the cover of Time Magazine you know I said I'm just uh glad that didn't that wasn't that wasn't us <laughs> you know <laughs> to, to be the ones that had that carried that kind of weight because it, you could see the effect that it kind of it it took on on people at the time, you know, and how how they handled it, we got caught in there a, a bit, but we kind of just dodged that 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 bullet you know
1: you mentioned the, the the pop-up museum what is something that you're brought to that pop-up museum that's like I can't
5: wait for people to check this out I'm excited for people to see I this can't actually there. wait to see it myself because I don't yeah. know everything that's there yeah. we've I have all, no idea we've all the... given items totally. you know like individually but <clears throat> and and like you know Susan has a ton of stuff on our longtime assistant Todd Schuss. He's got a ton of stuff too, so it's gonna be a, kind of a surprise for us too yeah. Yeah. to see what it's I don't want to know till yeah. I go and yeah. look yeah. at it. I, yeah.
6: I, I wanna I wanna see what I can remember, what's there. I have no idea what's in it I, the only thing I know is a few things. I didn't really give anything until just recently. They bum rushed my house and <laughs> took like took like you know, took my Polish Grammy and they took the they took the a moon man, some M T V like Moon Man. Give some
7: guitars from the early days, I'm yeah. and all this stuff. I
5: think there's I think, some lyrics, yeah, a bunch a lot of, of pictures, handwritten lyrics is what's yeah.
8: cool. You know, like anything handwritten. That's I, you know, Sean's got right. like an
5: old vest he used to wear. I got like some <clears throat> old, old uh, my old leather jacket that I, that I the that social I parasite put, that I put the put the. I, I remember sitting at my buddy's house, putting those studs in that thing and putting using a paint pan on it. Yeah, the old chains jacket. You still have that? It was in my brother's closet, yeah. and he was like giving me. To, I'm like, well, you gave it to me. I'm like, well, dude, I'm just asking you to borrow it. I don't want it back or anything. Wow, like, you still have that. <laughs> He's like, all well, right, I don't man, want, to but hear I want it anymore. back, man. Some, somebody, <laughs> somebody, Kevin Shuss, he, he was like, man, too bad you don't have that chain Jerry's chains jacket yeah
6: he was saying that well it I think you were exists. you were
5: th- it was like Mike's hat you were we, you guys were like threatening to throw it out the top of the bus for a while like mm-hmm. right I, I just I just <laughs> never I just <laughs> Lashes
7: Cougar ate that hat in the Hollywood oh, Hills yeah. that's, that's a true story, story. Yeah.
6: I'm, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just story. I'm just yeah. guess I was just sure it was gone yeah man. no I gave it to so see Dave. I don't
5: want to know anymore I just want to go in yeah. there and see what's all in right well I blew it for you it's there no that's cool it's still actually in pretty good shape yeah it's pretty amazing cool I thought it was cool uh, that Duff McKagan wrote
1: a bio for you guys he did. for the new record. And yeah. I, I grabbed the line because I just thought it was such a cool line. Then it only cost
6: 20 grand.
1: That's a great deal <laughs> that's, that's, for, for Duff. That's for him, that's, 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 that's,
6: that's, 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 that's a bargain. Yeah, yeah. That's a bargain. Yeah. That's the bro deal. Money, yeah, It's usually it's
1: usually fifty yeah.
8: to get him to pick up the phone. Yeah. We yeah. figure
1: we help a him a out, out. Company. Yeah. Yeah. He lost a lot of money in that. He doesn't get off the toilet
6: for fifty. That's the bro deal.
1: Yeah. But he you "It's a band to cherish, be thankful to have as our own, our living and breathing gauge of what is right with rock and roll." That had to feel good to read, That's nice. What's what? I mean, I know Duff has been an integral part of just being a part of you guys when it comes yeah. to that, I know he helped with like with demoing
5: one of the songs. He's a local hero. I mean, you know, he's been he's he's been a fixture in this town since since we were kids, you know. So uh with the farts 10-minute warning like you know he's, he's 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 a he's a local legend i mean i remember like us going to guns and roses man when they when they blew up and i remember like standing at standing at the back gate waiting for those guys to come out and meet him and stuff you know and like giving them a demo tape of our band you know what i mean like that you know that's really cool like but heroes you know like really heroes and and then and then you get to get to know these guys and and they're your best friends you know like He's been so great with us. When we first started getting back together, there was a handful of guys that really rallied. There there was a lot of guys that really uh, rallied around us, the Metallica guys, Dave Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl was a huge, huge, he's like, dude, use my studio. This guy, Nick Raskolinis, you should work with him. He's killer. I think it'd be great. Duff was that guy too. He's like, man, I'm gonna come out and play gigs with you. So he was like the fifth Alice. He was in the, You would do. He shows learned sixty with us. songs.
6: Yeah, he had a songbook. He still he has all with charted us. out and he would yeah. wearing his glasses and he learned all these songs and playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, and then we and then we just said, yeah, never mind. You <laughs> 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 got up a jam with it, but we we're like, yeah, no, no. And then, Will, and then Will came into the fold. And we're like. Yeah Yeah. yeah <laughs> d- nah bro You <laughs> know <laughs> That's how cool that we, got though, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got it We got it But no But
8: he was But he was He was He was still He would still come out And still Be like The the guy The fifth guy So there were a lot of gigs Where yep. he was out there Playing Playing guitar we get a rig little for little him Little gigs too Like in Idaho and Oh and yeah stuff. man Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boise yeah. He's, he's real deal man He's as real as it gets man
7: Yeah And he's in our Fantasy football league And I mean He's
1: just part of our lives
7: He's, yeah. he's yeah. great
1: You know well, as, what, what's this now? The third record with you. What has it been like for you to be uh, uh, growing in a, as a member of Allison Chains? Yeah, man,
8: it's a trippy ride, you know. And, it's not a them, it's an us now. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a it's a trippy ride for sure, you know. And and uh and a and a, and a, a great honor and it's crazy, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it except that to have this kind of platform where you get to connect with people with whatever thoughts might be in your head, that's a huge thing. And so, uh, you know, it's worth every struggle that we go through to get to this place, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm just glad to be here now with this new record, ready to unleash it on the world and go out and play it live for people.
6: Going to whip it out! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah, I mean, me while stuff. I whip this out. Yeah. It's cool to still create stuff, you know, it's like just, you know... Me and Jerry have been rolling around for, I guess it's thirty-one years. That just sounds f- crazy to me, but yeah, people say that. I'm like, wow, that's forever. And then it doesn't feel, <laughs> it do, but it doesn't feel like that. And then it still have the same thing, and then the same dumb shit happens. Man, he'll have a riff that he's or something he's excited about. He's playing it on the phone still to this tape. Hey, check this out. I'm like, the, you know, and I hear it. And I'm like, f- that's cool. You know, like yeah. it's exactly the same thing like that didn't go away and that's the whole reason you do this stuff and that's 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 it that's all all it is to me that's all it is like and the band i still want to i want to be in with that that's killer you're proud of your friends you're just like wow we we do this you know when everything else is 22 hours to get to a place so the four of us can walk out and try our best that night in whatever mindset you're in in whatever physical condition to go out and just play our songs the best we can you know and there's people that show up that allow us to do that and that's really all it's about like all the rest of this stuff is is you know is a part of it but it's it's to facilitate that it's to, yeah. yeah to do that thing yeah, that we, we do can look at each other on stage and we yeah we do the like one thing we do that one yeah. thing and 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 uh, and I you know and to be able to do it so well and and at such a kind of like the at the level that we'd go at it and, and, the, uh, and
5: the band the band is also it, it's it's also still what it is for all of us artistically too it doesn't matter who's bringing in the ideas once it goes through the the filter and multiplier of the four of us it is always bigger always better than whatever the idea came from it's 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 uh it's like a distillery, kind of. You know, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, like yeah. All, you put all this crap into yeah, it. And ferment like, it. You know, <laughs> like, ferment like, it for and, a while, and <laughs> it's over time yeah. it ferments, yeah. and like, oh, that tastes kind of bad. Let's throw that out. You know, we need a little bit more of this, yeah. and then by the end of it, you cut it, You get a record. You know, yeah. and we've we've had a we've had a we've had a history of making some pretty good music together, and it's pretty great to still be doing that. And, and that's all exactly the same. You know. Well, I appreciate you guys taking yeah. a few minutes out to talk. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love the new
1: record, uh, and my wife and I have been already like we had got get here in advance so I could talk to you guys. Yep. And, and it's like the one band that her and I will always see eye to eye on, which oh, I cool. think is really cool. Like my wife likes Christian and Justin Timberlake music. Okay, right, and Allison Chang. Right, right. <laughs> and, and okay, that makes no. F- it no, no sense At all And, I, and I tried to, I'm like Well what is it And she's like I don't I can't explain it
6: I just don't want to get a divorce Yeah like, I know you have this VHS tape In your car And I figure if
1: I say I don't like these No Right it's just like, She's like It just pulls an emotion Out of me That's cool And it's like I just think it's cool when you have that moment, especially you know, and, and, and with friends or with relationships, when you can kind of geek out about right. the same thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what song are you digging right now? And like, both of us are seeing Eye to Eye on Drone. And, cool, and, yeah. and it's just like, you know, it's, when you have those moments, it's, That's it's great. freaking awesome, And yeah, I just cool, thank man. you guys for always putting no on great problem, music. Man. And,
5: Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Always will. That's yeah. awesome. Allison yeah. Chains, everybody. This yeah. has been a great time. Thank, thank you. you. Radio
1: Fog is out this Friday or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Alright, that's it. Let's get out of here. I gotta go see a doctor. Isn't there normally music playing? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I pressed the button, but
0: I didn't press the button on the board. I love you, man. Yeah. It's falling apart.
1: Everything is falling apart. As Steve was talking, I was like, this feels weird. (laughs) Now it's time to go. Oh yeah, there's usually music that comes with that. Do you have anything coming up? No, yeah, and dude. Thank you, everyone that uh, pledged uh, for our Bruiser Brody Kickstarter. Oh my God, yes. we exceeded our goal. We've almost hit seven thousand dollars, and all we wanted was twenty five hundred. So we're leaving town. We're going to Florida to Disney World, <laughs> to have a, a pizza party, have a pizza party. It's gonna be awesome. Uh,
0: I will say it, it won't be in the month of September. The month of t- September, I'm literally kind of taking off. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've got a, a, some pretty cool announcements coming regarding me. Um, oh, awesome. That I'm very, very excited about. Something I've wanted to do forever. And I'm really, really excited to let that cat out of the
1: bag. That'll be in about four to five weeks. And hopefully in the near future we'll have information about a Bruiser Brody CD release show. The CD will be coming out sometime in October. As always, stay positive, And let's not forget this.
4: My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Play it again.
4: My mother... Watch me get my nuts fondled by another man. One more time for the people in the back. My mother. Watch me get
1: my nuts fondled by another man. God, I love that. That's sticking in my phone forever. It's going to be my ringtone. ringtone, Give me my ringtone, too. My mother. Glenn's calling me. Watch me get my nuts
4: fondled by another man.
1: (laughs) For those that want it as their ringtone, we'll, we'll be quiet as we
4: do it for you right now. My mother.